0: Can be bent to your will only when you enter the fifth dimension. We got RT Fitwell in the house. We are rolling. We got Rob Team Condition. We got RT Greasewell. We're greasing the groove. We got it all right now. We're here. What is going <laughs> we're, on, we're, my friend? We're in the house. A very very old friend of mine. Well, that's it, Rob Turcott. Thank you for joining me on this fantastic day. Thank you. It's a pleasure
1: to be here. You have no idea how long I waited for you to do this. What, make a podcast? Hell yeah. Fuck, why didn't you say anything? (sighs) You are the maker of your own...
0: Destiny. That's it. Yeah, I like how you roll. That's it. I appreciate that. That's it. But I knew you would do this. It's probably inevitable, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love talking to people. Like, I love conversations. How many times have we had, like, excellent conversations about, like, the depths of our souls and stupidities and, like, shit and, like, nonsense. It started when we were... 12 or 13 so yeah which is great that's what it was yeah we knew each other back in the day from the the hockey world right that's how we met i thought it was from taking accutane but well we didn't meet at a fucking accutane convention (laughs) but that's how we connected
1: we really connected when we had like the no we can going on no we we connected all these
0: pills you know to clear up our face and i I think we that was like a a pillar of like something that we had in common yeah but i think we like music i think uh I remember, uh, I remember in tryouts or something, I, I flew down. You know, we were, it was a tryout. You were a goalie, still a goalie, but you're also a player. And I was coming down, and I took a slap shot, and I fucking scored on you. Okay, top cheese in front of everyone. Beauty. And then what'd you tell me? You told me it was a slice. That's what you told me. You told me I fucking sliced that. So I don't care about slice. I scored on you, bitch. <laughs> can't believe you remember that. That's awesome. I do remember that. That's amazing. I do remember, because then I had to learn, because if, 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 like, my slap shot when I was 13 years old is being judged as a slice, I needed to learn how to fucking... (laughs) So 20 years later, I learned how to take a a proper slap shot. The clapper. The clapper. Top cheese clapper every time. I haven't seen this one yet. No, no. (laughs) I've heard about it. Yo, it's it's sick. It's sick. You got to talk to Jim Colella, (laughs) and we're going to get him on the pod one day. (laughs) That'll be nice. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, but yeah, going back for sure, you know, connecting through music, through obviously hockey and, you know, a lot of commonalities that we've seen over the years and kind of went on our own paths and then kind of came back
0: and realized that there was so much that were kind of in parallel, which was cool. Which was crazy because at like at a young age when you're on a hockey team and then you have like your friends over and you're just shooting the shit or I I found out, you know, you really love uh, Nirvana, Lake of Fire, like you used to lose it on that song and we we were i don't know two dudes i guess kind of introverted kind of whatever who who were into sports obviously and who really liked music but at that age when you're young you don't think oh yeah we have all these common uh i don't know common themes in our personalities because of this this you don't think about I mean, that you're just no. like oh yeah rob's a cool guy yeah. oh yeah, yeah rob uh, rob's on accutane because he, he has fucking acne and i have acne and uh we need to stop looking like that's fucking it. pepperoni yeah mish can actually play guitar yeah i can play guitar <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't
1: play an instrument, so it was just like nice yeah, here you do it, and, you know, live, you know, Well, yeah, because I had so, a little Marshall amp, my little it. Fender, yeah, yeah. and I would play
0: for you. And then it progressed to that beautiful Les Paul that you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's why I started working, because yeah. my dad was like, I, I told him, I was like, look, I'm like, I want a guitar. He's like, okay, which one? And I point the gold top Gibson Les Paul, it was like three grand. He's like, yeah, you can get it. I'm like, really? Because I never asked for shit when I was a kid. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, sure. All you have to do is go earn that much money, and I'll buy it for you." And I was like, "What?" And so that's when I started working at the at the factory, started making uh, um, what do you call it? binders, like catalogs for, for 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 sales. I used to work in the warehouse, wiring motors, or cleaning bearings, doing all that. But that's how I got started was music. So I guess music, in a yeah. way, put me into the world where I learned how to live like a human yeah. and not just a spoiled kid. Yeah. But uh, but that's that's how it started. Even we even had a summer job there together. Well, we were working together. It was my first job.
1: That was your first job. Not my first job. Uh, yeah, no well, working shit. with my dad, you know, and, you know, home renovations and going on site with him and helping him out. But my first job was actually from your father and working in the shop, putting the garage door motors together, getting on the assembly line with Kumar and all the boys. Yeah,
0: all the boys. Uh, like so many yeah. different cultures and so many spices oh, in that blend. It was used so to go m- and play soccer on Friday nights with uh, Antonio, Antonio, Alister, Alister. Yeah, 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 those guys are beauties. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like. I grew up with those guys, and I think they were like, in terms of my personality now, like a valuable thing to to grow up with like such a wide array of different people. For sure. And it's it's a. Uh, I think that that's a gift. It's a good blend. Definitely a good blend. Yeah. Definitely a good blend. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go play hockey and we play a hockey with people who, who were kind of in their own bubbles their entire lives. And so maybe that's why we saw things differently too. Like you went on the job with your dad, you saw things, you, you like, immer- like immersed yourself with other people, not by choice. It's just, it's like, we didn't choose this path. It just like chose us. That's it's it. the road that we embarked that's on. That's it. A lot of growth, a lot of growth. A lot of growth. But like, like you were saying, like you would come over and I was like playing guitar because I was like super introverted and I didn't really go out much and I didn't do that stuff. But so while I could play music, you were, you were a ladies' man at a young age, my friend. You know, you were you, you like yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I would yeah. I would play yep. guitar and then you'd tell me stories of uh, all the cool stuff you were doing that I was only fucking thinking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? A couple of them. A couple yeah. of them. No, uh, correct For me sure. if I'm my yeah. memory is wrong, but no, uh, not no fucking way it is. Oh, yeah. No, no, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. And and then we we came back years later and pretty much realized that we had like our paths although we it's not like we we had a falling out and separated it's just like you went to school somewhere i went to school somewhere hockey ended and we we went on with our lives but we re-emerged almost at a similar point where we were maybe transitioning out of a party lifestyle back into 100 percent. you know we were we we were finding ourselves or had start to find, like started to find ourselves got back into like fitness and understand like the the importance of like a clear mind and, and it was early days but we were starting to figure that out and I I was just fed up with myself and all the drinking and all that shit and I, and you invited me to to your courses to your classes those Friday classes
1: classes yeah
0: that's what with started Friday night that, with, the Friday with all with a great crew yeah. another diverse crew of people yeah. and that's what got me really back into the into the groove into, into the, the groove. into the grease. So, start so
1: greasing the groove again. Yeah. Start we're greasing. always greasing the groove though. Always, always, always greasing. the groove.
0: But it's funny, like algorithmically, we've been on a, like very similar path. If you were to look yep. at the variables or the formula that we've been following, very similar you and I.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's so cool. And I think that's why we, we get each other. So like, as a kid, you don't think about that stuff, but as mm-hmm. you get older, it's like, fuck, what are, what are the commonalities? What is in our upbringing that made us like that? Sure. We grew up in the same neighborhood. We didn't go to the same school. Was the family dynamic were there were there a common denominator who the who the fuck knows we can 't ever know i don't think we'll ever know, but there's so
1: much there that we can look back and kind of see and, and draw you know those parallels together and kind of look at them and and say you know it was destined you know for you to be where you are, for me to be where I am, and we can look back and, and see that Every time that there's something happening on your side, there's that same thing happening on my side, maybe just a little bit differently. And it's like, shit, I can connect to that right away, no matter what it was, whether it was health, it was a relationship, it was family issues, whatever was going on, personal issues. And that's,
0: that's great. You know, it's always to come back and know that you're kind of not alone, you know, and it's always like, wow. Yeah. And every time there was a conversation, it was, uh, it was like you said, same formula, different variables, but like, we're totally able to relate with each other. And so why don't you talk us through when, I don't know, I guess at that point, when was that? Like five, six, seven years ago or five years ago, let's say. It could be even more. Yeah. Six, six, seven years, six. When, when I started to, cause it's not like one day I was like partying on the road and like selling. And then I was like, oh no, now I'm going to be a pillar of health and uh, discipline. And I'm going to do keto and I'm going to fast for fucking four days. It it was a, you caught me at the beginning of that. And so now I'm, I'm on a descent Mm -hmm. into into moderation and having a toolbox rather than being mm-hmm. a rigid machine. Yeah. So now I can choose my, choose my time. hundred percent. And it came back with you. If you look at it, you came to see me
1: and what, and what did I do? I kind of looked at you and said, look, let's work on your alignment, your structure of your body. And if you think about that, that just aligns everything else after laying that foundation. Right. To- totally. Cause, and, and that's what it's, well, it's still, it's still what we're working on now. But, but it, you're always trying to refine the structure and get it stronger
0: in the foundation, right? And so do you Body, think, mind, whatever, you know? So do you think, um, do you think that like literally the structure of your body, like let's say my core, my core is my weak point in my body. As you train me, you're, you're developing my core because like I'm, I'm not a big guy, but I, I I can lift despite my size, but you want to work on my core because that's my- my balance is off things are like everything suffers because of my core, and as a person I've always lacked balance like i'm extreme one side, extreme mm-hmm. the other side, but there's nothing there's no balance that holds me together and i'm starting mm-hmm. to want to develop it mm-hmm. because it, it's a it's a tumultuous life you know so do you think my yeah. body represents that I think so I, th- I think
1: there's there's something to, to look at and you know as we're discussing right now, sometimes I haven't even thought about this before but you could look at it and we can say right now that that could be true, you know? And we could say like, if as the core becomes stronger, everything else in your life becomes stronger too. You're, you're more balanced throughout certain things that you're doing in your life. And, you know, just like you said, you never had that stability, you know? And it was always like, you know, doing a couple things and now you're really finding a nice foundation with the things that you're doing, your music, your this, your that. And same thing, you know, your nutrition and finding a nice battle rhythm.
0: Yeah, rather than like, crazy extremes That's that, that average out in the long t- in the long yeah. run but in a very uh unsavory way like in a very mm-hmm. tough way yeah so let's say you look at, at at your let's say your body composition or your your muscle strength or weaknesses can you find something in let's say your uh i guess your build or your makeup that could kind of project into the way you live your life because you know we did you know i'm thinking about with me like yeah it's. It must. Be, it might be hard to do it. Like to think about it for yourself. Yeah, for myself, it, it is a tough question, you know. And
1: you know, kind of going back to injuries that I've had, you know, going back to like my back, right? You know, injuring a couple discs in my back, and then wondering, okay, well, why? Why did I I get injured there? You know, and how did I get injured there? You know, and that movement that I did was it a movement? Was it just a buildup of things? And then it goes back to if I don't train now my back starts to hurt. So having that training component right now for myself and doing, you know, certain strength lifts strengthens my back and also strengthens things around me. And if I don't train, then other things around me, you know, become, you know, not as strong, let's say not as stable. Um, so training, not as confident with certain things, you know, and there's that, you know, uh, Vulnerability factor, you know, where now I could be more vulnerable with myself and, and look into certain things that are, um, you know, wherever I am at in my life, you know, and, and look at things and relationships, whatever it is, or things from the past and allow myself to be vulnerable, to get stronger and to be able to grow versus pretending like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go do this, go into the gym and, and, and get strong. But now I do these assistant exercises or whatever it is that, that help me become stronger with my back. And the same thing in life, right? You got to look, peel back things, and allow yourself to 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 look at things differently and be able to
0: to accept them. So that's very that's very interesting because what I'm I'm getting from that is that like you hurt your back a couple of times, so the discs that's been a, a sore spot, so to speak, for you. And is it because like you have, you have a very strong will, in my opinion, you have like a, a hardcore discipline. Like if you want to do something. Whether you've been drinking all night or not, if you said you're going to be up climbing a mountain at 6 a.m., you're there. Oh, I'm 100% there. So <laughs> have the injuries maybe showed you that, you know what, maybe you might have this, this will that is unbelievable, but you're not invincible. No. You know, like, because you are naturally a beast. Like, look at you, fuck. I, I look like a, uh, you look like a cigar and I look like a cigarillo next to you. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you are, you are beastly. Like you, beastly. you coined beastly. that word, beastly, Rob Turk and beastly. Well, a little segue. Can you explain to the uh, people of the Galactic Federation, what it is that you do? Because I think th- like this would tie in nicely and then we'll come back to that stuff. Yeah, so, so what do you do? So, um,
1: I'm a performance coach. Hell yeah. Coaching lifestyle, right? Is it uh, a training component, a, a nutrition component, a lifestyle component, right? So just helping people develop, um, growth in their life. And it could be from, you know, uh, like I said, from the nutrition side to developing better habits, sleep habits, and looking at someone as, as a unique person and not putting them in a category, right? Everyone is different. We all have a different makeup. We all came from a different upbringing. Once again, going back to injuries, to, you know, nutrition and Early, disease, li- early life, uh, dramas, you know, everything, you dramas, know? So traumas, looking at, at people from a unique perspective and, and just try not to put them in some sort of, you know, you know, classify them as, as this, a mesomorph, endomorph, ectomorph or whatever. You're one of
0: three, one size fits all. <laughs> Click the box. Here's your program. Here's your program. $79 a month. Here's your macros and here's your micros. Yeah. So and take your dose. So you take the approaches. Everyone is unique and I guess you, you started from a more like, let's say training, like, I'm not sure if you started or developed more into the, like the holistic full range. Started from the
1: holistic side. Um, when I was 18, when I started working at health tree. Okay. Right. Um, and trying to clear up my asthmatic issue I was born as an asthmatic. So my excuse, right. My default was always, ah, I'm an asthmatic, you know, last pick on the team in elementary school, you know. Couldn't run for more than five minutes before having an asthma attack, you know, being told by doctors that, you know, you got to stay on Singular for, you know, or else you're, you know, you're going to have health complications later on, you know, so all this bullshit that, you know, I had to listen to growing up, being on inhalers and had my own machine at home, rushed to, you know, the hospital at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning, having an asthma attack, not being able to breathe, which by the way, sucks. And I <laughs> don't wish it upon anyone. Um, especially with what's going on with the whole COVID thing right now. So people who do have, you know, any issues there with their lungs, you know. So I, I can definitely, definitely relate to that. It's it's not fun. So looking at that and, and and clearing up my lifestyle, um, started with my nutrition to be able to, you know, clear up my asthma. And it helped, you know, seeing a um homeopath at uh Health Tree really helped me. Amazing. So I, I didn't that was that was the game changer for me. That
0: was like big because that showed you that that maybe what the doctors say or prescribe or deem you for the rest of your life there's alternatives to mm-hmm. to curing yourself for or, sure. or becoming
1: healthy it's not uh, just adding on you got to add on you got to you got to look at it and you got to start looking at those things and, and and testing it out if you just follow the line well good
0: luck so so you worked at health tree mm-hmm because because i didn't know i didn't know that your asthma was that bad because i don't i never had asthma so i i you've mentioned that you've had asthma but i've been well, training remember i used to come remember the dogs i used to take uh allergy medication remember sometimes
1: i had to leave because the your you had a dog back in the day a little yeah, yeah i, I have always had dogs yeah but was uh, uh, maggie there you go yeah well margaret yeah so if i didn't take like uh two claritins
0: and like pump my asthma before going like forget about it i ain't coming over Okay, so I, I, just, I yeah. just figured it was like an allergy or something because I know people who come over, the dogs are there, and they it fucks yeah, them up. They, they, you have triggers, right? So but, they would, but I didn't know yeah. that it was like rush to the hospital. Like this was deep. So now yeah. in my you know, bro science mind, I'm like, yeah. maybe the asthma is what created the beast that I know is Rob Turcott. because you, you had an uphill battle. Right. Because you're not the kind of guy that I see that, says, that looks like he gets picked last in gym class. You're the guy p- making the teams, both of them. You know what yeah, I mean? That, that's what happened after. <laughs> but it right. And so because when we played hockey together, yeah. 13, 14, yeah. you I didn't see any I don't remember any issues like that. Right, because I was like medicated.
1: Okay. Okay, so you're medicated. Heavily medicated. So what led you to Health Tree? Um What led me to Health Tree? That's a good question. Like I, yeah, I, what, I needed to find a, a part-time job while I was in school, and uh, it was right across the street from my house. And Heltree? I walked next in. to a real bagel. Yeah, uh, Yegel bagel. Yegel bagel. Then Baton Rouge. Hey, uh, West <laughs> Island. Represent. There we go. Dollar days or remote. So it was actually Howard Gutman who got me in there, and Howie was an old friend from back in the day. He grew up, you know, next to my place in the townhouses, and um, then later on, I met him as I, I think I walked in to Heltree one day, and I saw him there, and he was working there, and he was like a supplements guru. And at the same time, he was a training beast at Monster and UFC fighting and getting into all that stuff. So he kind of took me under his wing and said, oh, I'll get you a job here. And then it was like major growth right there. Like he was wow. awesome, awesome. And he was connected. He was, he was, you know, into music and everything like we were. So it was perfect. You know, it was just a, another uh, accelerator in my life where I learned so much, you know, and him being, you know, five or six years older than me, it, it, was, it was awesome, was awesome. So
0: kind of like a like an early life mentor in terms of huge. the yeah. the holistic huge. health supplement training world
1: yeah he was a huge catalyst in that
0: because I I thought that you just went into training and then by learning uh, the training stuff you developed this like holistic approach to like a balanced program of like you know good sleep good food like all around balance training because now mm-hmm. training is, is a portion of what you do yeah. but it's the total opposite you were an asthmatic dude who yeah. was medicated through his teens yeah and I guess childhood yeah and. You just needed a job, and through right. necessity, you went out into the ecosystem, and boom, you, you, you landed at HealthTree. But look, and I always love to think about the fifth dimension and like, uh, like I didn't just land there. You didn't just look. The guy's name was Gutman. There you go. Okay, Howie. That Howie Gutman. The gut, the fucking was, microbiome, the body. Yeah, mo- yeah. Like, okay, that's that's just me going off the rails because no. this is the fifth dimension, right? There so we, go. we can say whatever we want. That's it, bro. Yes, love it. Carry on. Where do you want me to start? Well, what did, what did you learn early on? Like, like well, you, it, it, you were, you
1: well, were a young guy. The first thing that I started doing was cutting out dairy products. Okay. And that started to clear up inflammation in my gut, Gutman. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Howie. Thank you, Howie. Hell yeah, Howie. Thank you, Heltree. Shout out. <laughs> um, and then started going into, you know, getting into reduced gluten and then trying out the vegan diet and
0: getting into to that type of eating and did that for- This is like 15 years ago. Yeah. Holy shit. Like you're way ahead of the curve here. Yeah. Because this only became like in vogue like right. so I did ve- five, 10 years ago. I did veganism for about five months. Okay.
1: Was it to the T? I was 18, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was like 85%, you know? Yeah. Beer's vegan, right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Guinness is. At least it is now. Before well, it wasn't because it had fish guts in it. So I oh, really they took it out. Ah. Yeah.
0: So now it's vegan. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I I thought all beer was vegan, but I don't know shit. But I guess, yeah. but now there's no more, yeah. for all those, uh, vegans out there who yeah. want to drink Guinness, there and are no drink. longer fish guts yeah. and uh, Guinness is a great vegan, uh, uh, beverage and for you, you. You like a pint of Guinness. I fucking love it. That's, that's my favorite. So it, it, it makes me feel like I'm, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm in another world. It, I don't know what it is. I, it feels like it's always in a pub or a pub kind of bar atmosphere where I, I really cut that out for years of my life. But when I went back, I was able to come back and appreciate. And now a pint of Guinness just feels like home. It's a beautiful Ooh. thing. It tastes like that. Yeah. It's so smooth. Smooth. And I, I I'm not, by no means a, a beer connoisseur, aficionado. Right. I don't even drink that much. Yeah. I almost drink no beer. Yeah. But if like let's say we're going out, like we do once in a blue, yeah. I'll always have a Guinness. We're gonna have a Guinness. It's it's That's it. a necessity. So no fish guts <laughs> in, in Guinness. No fish guts. I love that. That's it. And,
1: um, you know, it was, it was, it was there that I, I really started my health journey.
0: That was like that the was, catalyst that, that started. Sure. So for how sure. did you feel? Like when you cut out dairy, mm-hmm. what happened? Like what, what, what's, what was your day-to-day like? Did you have to like wake up three pumps? Like, I don't know. Like walk me through it. What changed? Well, I took Singular, okay. you know, which was a
1: pill form to control, you know, your, your asthma. And then I started cutting out Singular, years later, a couple of years later, probably by 23, I wasn't taking my pump anymore. I wasn't taking any singular or any pills, but it took a good two years to really clear things up. And it was, you know, bef- you know, anytime I did a physical activity, I'd have to take a pump before um, and I was al- always on singular. So it managed the the flare ups, right? Yeah. yeah. But so- obviously I'd still have flare ups if I had a trigger such as going and, and going to someone's house that had dog or bad dust or the you know the change in seasons you know all those things would affect me right but if you think about that it all kind of goes in tune with the Ayurvedic medicine right Um, and the change in seasons and how you should eat and how clean your gut is and all this stuff right so my gut was was clogged from having so many you know meds and being on so many antibiotics because I, I was sick I had you know pneumonia. I had my tonsils taken out. I had various things that happened through my childhood that were, you know, with the asthma that just, you know, derailed your microbiome, let's say. That's it. Looking at it now. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And and my gut was, was, was inflamed and and had a lot of issues going on there. So I had to clean that
0: up. Okay. And there was like, there was no real gut knowledge back then. Like, sure. Like maybe like, like the ancient wisdom and stuff like that, but not any like mainstream like today, oh yeah, because now we can talk about yeah to certain people yeah, your microbiome is uh, is out yeah. of whack yeah. uh, you can get it tested, you can uh, reduce gluten this for sure, but back then and you're you're young, right at this point in your life, you're like eighteen years old, yeah, and psychologically, I'm sure you're so used to singular or the pump or the combination as a crutch mm-hmm. that even the idea of like you're reducing this food or that food or dairy or whatever. Must have been a stress too, because it's like you have to get off of something that you've been depending on that's mm-hmm. been working, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, And that, that, that's been a
1: struggle, you know, with a lot of things, you know, and it's like letting go of certain things to be able to progress, right? And to grow. Because you got to take, you have to have faith, right? You have 100%. to. 100%. Because there's no like, but you gotta take, there's no perfect tip off point. Well, no. And you got to take a little bit of risk too, right? You have to, you have to. And that was, that, was, that was awesome, you know, to be able to, to do that and, and conquer it and go back to the doctor and, and, you know, tell her that I was stopping Singular. And, you know, and at the same time, she wanted to put me on blood pressure medication, like beforehand. Really? Yeah. This was, you know, around 20 years old too. And I
0: said, what no, we, no, no. What and was, that's what, that's what was why the purpose of that? Because of my blood pressure was high. And was that a, a result of like... I don't know. I guess all the other I, things. I
1: have no idea at that point. You know, what's your blood pressure like now? Fine,
0: good. I love that. Perfect now.
1: I love that. But before it wasn't at was 18 to 20 years old. So you can imagine, like, okay, well, what was going on then? You know, and then it was cutting out. That's where I kind of experimented with the vegan diet, cutting out so, red meat. So and how all did that, that stuff. How, how'd that go for you? That, that was good. Months. That was good. It was good. But I, I felt drained after five months after that. But my blood pressure. Staying down, yeah, okay. one twenty over eighty, it was good, you know, versus like one forty over like ninety five.
0: Okay, which I take it is which not is good. hypertension, like stage two. Okay, this is like you know you can have a heart attack. So when you were twenty, and the doctor said they want to put you on blood pressure meds, on blood pressure meds, right? What's your, what's your reaction? Like, what do you do? Hell no, that's what I said. There's no way. Hell I'll no, I'll fi- fix, fix it. it. Okay, and <laughs> I'll fix you, it. And do you think like that knowledge that you gained from eighteen to twenty, that exposure to Mister Gutman? at health treat? Do you think the whole crew you there? Think, you think think the whole crew there? Yeah. You think without that exposure and them uh, showing you a world that you didn't know existed beforehand, you could have replied to the doctor at twenty years old the same way, or would you would you just have been like, "Oh, okay"? I don't know. Like, any, we don't I, know. I, I
1: don't know any other way, so I I can't say. But I I feel that I I was destined to be here to be able to do something different, and that wouldn't be saying okay to the doctor i would have found an alternative way i would have reached out because i wanted to get better i wanted to get off stuff because i knew it wasn't the way
0: okay you knew deep intuitively, down intuitively i knew it wasn't in, okay. the way
1: fair enough right fair enough intuition got to intuition gotta follow it yeah it's, and, it's and, hard man but cleaning up your gut
0: it helps it helps fuck yeah it helps everyone that's listening yeah that's the, it the, well what do you think that 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 logo is on your arm right there so if you put it in the camera you see that I big circle? Get it in there. That represents the gut, my friend. There we go. And the small circle is the brain. Mm-hmm. The gut is much bigger and much smarter than the brain. We're born from the gut, no? And uh, I think so. Don't you know that? Well, we, yeah. Well, we're born from our anus. Are we? we like are. is I, I, I remember researching that and yeah. it said no. Well, If you look at
1: it, like the fascia, everything stems from there. So if anything, fascia envelopes everything in the body. So we're kind of pushed out from that region yeah. in a sense. All right. Well, we don't... Uh, we'd have to research
0: that. But I remember saying it wasn't as clear cut because I was like, how cool is that if we're like born from our asshole? Like if we, emer- like <laughs> we start as an asshole and then everything just comes after. It's like you're an ass. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> <We're> all, like- <laughs> but that's the, the idea of the whole time travel thing is that the gut and the brain, the way I understand it, I see the gut as the microbiome. I see it as the subconscious mm-hmm. mind. I see it as everything that we can't see that exists and we don't understand. If we can somehow... Like the way I understand is like our environment, whether it's our food, the people, the places we hang in, the stuff we watch, the stuff we eat, these innately are absorbed by us and they become us and they are the baseline of the rest of us. So unless we, like we can in our brain or with our discipline or whatever we want to do, think that we can cure it all with our brain. But if you can understand that we are just the product of everything around us, if we can adjust everything around us, then now, the subconscious illusion is now doing our bidding instead of us being an autopilot doing its bidding, totally. and essentially it's just autopilot. Totally. We want to get out of autopilot. Right. Uh, sometimes I like to be an autopilot, but that's just my that's just my understanding. And and, and it's fine. And it helps. It's me. fine to be an autopilot sometimes. But like, uh, but when it, that's it's almost like according a, to your plan, one hundred percent, right? Not not just a random autopilot no. that you were born into. No. Like you want to you want to create your own. Because fighting every day and discipline and using it like crazy. Like imagine you had to find a new place to train people or new people to train every single day. That would be a disaster. 100%. So the fact that you book things and you have all these, 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 these clients and all this stuff is autopilot. You don't have to like rethink your strategy every day. It's not like you're in a new, no, no, right? So it's, it's, a, it's a autopilot based on what you want to do. Exactly. And so you, that's why, my friend, you're a time traveler. That's it. Because you're moving forward where you want to go. Or at least where we think we want to go. I love that. And because there's also the idea of like, we got here in autopilot, right? Like you didn't plan asthma. I didn't plan playing hockey with you. We didn't plan any of this shit. And like you, I was, I was heavily medicated as a kid. I had like scarlet fever. I had whooping cough. I was on, I was always sick, always on meds. Then Accutane. I'm pretty sure that blew up my fucking microbiome. Oh yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know if like the the fuckery of of <laughs> antibiotics in my microbiome made me like sweets a lot or like mm-hmm. booze a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like I feel like I, I ignite faster than other people. Right. That's just. Well, it started. You
1: know, maybe for for you, your own experience with it. Maybe you started like it started feeding you that. You know, like you needed to like give it something else. You know, like come on, like what's next. Yeah who who knows who knows
0: but i i know that like i only like this is my philosophy um because i know how out of control i can get how f- like so fast mm-hmm. so i need to i needed to develop this idea for my own for my own sanity and my own like self control like this even if everything i'm saying is is scientifically completely bogus which i don't think it is it's it's a tool for me to use to control my own self, and I think that other people can benefit from it too, because I I just I think that's how our machine works. Mm-hmm. And uh, so take me back, take me back now. We're still we're still on your healing gut journey. You didn't, and let's talk about this. You had asthma, nowhere in any asthma thing does the gut have anything to do with it in the science back in the day, right? The doctor. Would never say, yeah. "Oh, you have asthma. Maybe you should uh, regulate your gut." And uh, not, not here, not here. well, not here, right? Like, yeah, not in Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> not in you know. Well, I, I and just just to like back, tra- not backtrack, but sidetrack a sec. It's not like what we're saying is doctors are idiots. Like that's not that's that's not, not, at not all. what we're saying. Not at all. But the
1: the it's like the we're, science we're wasn't pr- there. the yeah. science wasn't there
0: totally, and we're, the science
1: wasn't here for us. Exactly, it was early days. It, it might have been available to other people, but we weren't aware of it. Because now, going back, there was you know, you know Bernard Jensen, I believe his name is you know, and I would look back at his material now and goes back into like the early, the early eighties, you know, and he was talking about this stuff, you know, talking about colonics and getting you know rid of and cleaning up the gut and all this stuff to, to clean disease, clear it out of the body.
0: Yeah, but through the gut, totally. It's like, but it's like some information is 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 like wrong place, wrong time. Like, For sure. like the people in the 80s couldn't go Google it, right? They couldn't, like too many barriers. No one's going to go in an encyclopedia or find out about this guy. There was no Joe Rogan podcast they can go on. There was, right? So, so we were kind of in a Goldilocks zone where the internet was happening. It, we, we could go research if we wanted to. So we're, we're lucky in that. It's not like we're smarter than our, our parents or our grandparents. We just, if they were in our place, they probably would have done the same things. Mm-hmm. just because of the resources that we have. Yep. Yeah. So keep going on your health journey, my friend. Health journey. Yeah, this is great. This yeah. is it was, uh, it's important for people to hear that there's alternative sources of healing, but you have to take responsibility for yourself. hundred percent. Got to create that, that choice,
1: make it available to you. And um, yeah, so clearing that up, clearing up my, my gut was, was huge and getting off medication and 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 still off it today right and and at that point it was amazing to see the types of food when i started to reintroduce things once i got you know better if i had dairy if i had cheese i had a glass of wine i had this i would have a flare-up still you know so it showed me
0: what kind of foods i was sensitive to wow so it was it was that instant after yeah and so how was the process of, like, eliminating the singular and the and the pump? I don't know if you ever got rid of that, but...
1: I still have one, like, just as a backup backup, you know? And okay. obviously, it's probably expired by two years now.
0: Yeah, yeah but, uh, it only makes it stronger, <laughs> And I, right? I'm like, yeah, I'll take it anyways if I have to. <laughs> Fuck, yeah! <laughs> but, but, like, what went through your mind the day you said, no more singular, I'm done? It was um, probably
1: time for prescription renewal. And I said, I ain't going, you know, I'm not gonna go. Like it was that choice, you know, it was, and you know, my parents, my mom obviously was like, you know, are you sure you want to do this? And you know, not a good idea, you know, doctor said not a good idea, and, no, I got this. And it was just developing, you know, the awareness of the types of nutrition and foods that I was putting into my body. Um, and obviously stress. Like when you get into a stressful moment, you know back in the day my compromised and maybe some still my compromised area inside my internally are, are my lungs so i i would seize up and and maybe it would elicit a asthmatic response even stress so understanding these type of things were huge and then being able to control stress through your your breathing and then i tried to understand okay how can i breathe better and now like look at the the science on breath work wim hof a god wim hof
0: you know box breathing uh, box breathing that you introduced me to like it was this summer we were training yeah and we did a meditation after or before probably after yeah of box breathing probably before we we did before and just that visualization of like uh the box the box drawn yeah so it's like inhale inhale inhale, and it goes up and then hold holds to the count then it goes to the right or whatever then
1: down breathing out hold a great visualization, breathing. That's it. Just connecting. Right. And, um, I wasn't there at that point. Right. But I started to see green light started to go off. Like, Oh, this is, this is, this is cool. You know, there's a lot to be done here. So I started to delve into, you know, nutrition a lot. Look at, you know, Ayurvedic medicine and look at different types of, you know, uh, doshas they're called. Okay. And then like, response to certain foods with certain seasons and all that so that's what dosha means but you're like a, a type of dosha in arabic medicine so what, so what you're do you like mean, a so, kapha pita or a vada type so i so, would
0: be one of those correct and so you're what which one are you but like i said i am okay co- no, I, I don't know oh because just i'm try- i'm just but, trying to understand back in the day it, i would say first was, i ever heard you, of this
1: right but you could be uh, a mix of them and it would be it could be different during the type of seasons and what, what you're going through
0: in your life. So it's an adaptive lifestyle. Like correct. Right? Like correct. based so it's on it's, the season it how you feel change. change.
1: You do have a unique profile, right? Where you're more, you know, tolerant or less tolerant to certain things, foods, season change, seasonal change and a bunch of, you know, stress and the type of skin that you have to the hair that you have. You know, so they, they type you it types you like that.
0: Very cool. Whether you, you know, perspire a lot. And so it's, it's pretty in depth. Okay. So it put, so it, 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 allows you to kind of categorize yourself somewhat and then it gives you the tools to adapt based on your, your type. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. how, how did you, I, well, I was, I was following the book cause I, this was at the point where I actually put out my back. So how the hell did you put out your back? Were you I'm deadlifting like, 800 pounds or what? I was probably trying to. Of course you were. <laughs> You're a tank man. So.
1: I was deadlifting the day before. Uh so I you dolla- weren't deadlifting at Arena. No shit. Upstairs.
0: Civic Center. Civic Center style. Where is the best puts in the world? Civic Center. Civic Center puts Dollard. Civic Center. Yes. Remember
1: those fries? Oh my god. The fr- the, the,
0: the, the The whole thing. The pepper. Oh, like I don't know what it was, but some sort of spice on the no? Oh, that mixed it. with childhood, mixed with uh s- the smell of Sweat and a cool November morning. There was nothing better than a fucking poutine. I tried to
1: have a poutine recently. And... I don't know. Can't do it. It, it was meh. You know?
0: But a civic center poutine. I'd kill it. Because my brother will really only go to the civic center for a poutine. Yeah. And in his pursuit of making his own Putins, because my brother has a gastronomic... Uh, there you go. flair to him and he wants to explore that and he's really good. It's always to make a poutine... That reminds me of the Civic Center because that is the gold standard in his mind. Does does someone who grew up in Beaconsfield feel like their arena had the best boots in? I don't know. All I'm saying is, Civic Center is, in my opinion, yeah. and yours fucking it was, unreal. It was great. Fuck, it was awesome. Yeah, so, you know, it was
1: <laughs> at that time, it kind of hurt the back there doing a, probably a deadlift. And then the next day, you know, I was, remember I was teaching because I was teaching phys ed at the time. You were a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Elementary school, high school, SAJEP. So through the ranks and uh, I remembered climbing a wall to grab a, a ball that was stuck on like a, on a rock wall. And I just jumped down and felt like a compression in the back and meh, not bad. Woke up in the middle of the night and then collapsed to the floor. Oh. And then that was, that was like, okay, this hurts. And then trying to take a leak, this hurts. Crawling to the bathroom. I was living on the fourth floor in a condo at the time. No elevator, I take it. No, so I was stuck in the the condo for a while.
0: And um, and and you're like you're a tough guy for for this to hurt you, and for you to actually say this hurts yeah. had to. It would have put me out. <laughs>
1: yeah. well, anyone that's herniated a disc before, they know it's it sucks, pretty debilitating, you know. And and you know having femoral pain you know neuropathic pain you know so it's it's not fun it's not like when you cut yourself this is like reading pain down your leg you know everything's fucked yeah nerves you know it's 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 different so and there's a lot of people that that get it you know and a lot of people that you know end up getting a surgery or whatever it is and, and you know try to train to put it back in in place um and yeah that's you know my goal is why i train a big part is to to get my back strong and to keep it you know strong there and so I don't have any you know more pain okay so what did you how did you journey out of that how did you well going back to 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 that type of lifestyle of eating right yeah and looking at that book because I was like hey what can I do now this is where I started to say like okay well what can I do with the time that I have now I have, I'm out for six months four months whatever I didn't know what how long it would be shit okay because you you imagine it would be a long recovery time right because I had to take off work it was about four months before I could go back to doing anything Okay, so, and you were 23 at the time, 23, 24. Yeah, around, around that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I started doing you know, my personal training certification, started reading a lot into nutrition and to health. Uh, what else was I going to do? But at the same time, I had a lot of medication with me. I had Lyrica, I had morphine, I had codeine. So you had, you had all, all these things, nice cocktail. All these very addictive things. Very addictive. So how, how was that? that was definitely special because I, I, I was using them probably more than I should be, should have been. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Definitely. Yeah. All cause right. it was nice to dull the pain a little bit. Yeah. And then there was a creative side to it, like a loopiness to it, you know, where definitely very lightheaded.
0: <laughs> okay. Well that's why opium yeah. dens back yeah. in the day were a thing oh, because yeah. you could just check yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And the, the Lyrica was, was weird cause that would blur your vision. And that was some scary stuff, you know, that's,
0: yeah. But that's a pretty
1: hard drug that I, and I, the fact that people have this at home right now, you know, it's, yeah, you know, and they could just get it.
0: Okay. But Um, you, like you, but that's where it starts with most people, right? They get an injury and then they get introduced to this and it's hard, it's hard to say goodbye. mm -hmm. It's tough to say bye to our friends, you know? Yep. But, but in that time you, you didn't succumb to the, to the the i don't know addiction that, no, that no, could have brought you used no. it the way you used you, the sure. way you needed maybe you had a little more fun with it than oh, yeah, prescribed
1: sure. yeah well, like obviously i like, don't have a drink with it well i was having a drink with morphine and you know w- whatever it was you know and like oh. okay what would this do you know okay i was experimenting you know of course well but, you, you know are I mean? you're a man of science that's it <laughs> right <laughs> so you know oh no no pain oh great don't feel anything and then it's like okay and then you start to train and I started to train myself I started to look at osteopaths I started to look at other ways of you know fixing my body at that time through nutrition through everything and you know it was at that time where where I'm like hey, okay, this is you know what I need to do and keep following this course you know I felt that connection to to fixing my body right and at the same time I was looking at you know how can I help other people too you know and that was that was where that kind of evolved from.
0: So this is yet another case of you're dealt a card, a shit card, and in that you learn something that helps you that now you can share with other people. Mm-hmm. So all these experiences and hardships throughout your, your life gave you opportunities to learn stuff that most people never learned because they were never, never mm-hmm. under that specific kind of stress, whether it be asthma or whether it be back pain or whether it be whatever, and you used it to learn, get certifications, do all this stuff, and then out the butterfly emerges Yeah, but it was a process, you know, and and it's not always, it's not like we sound so pretty, like, yeah, (laughs) so pretty and beautiful. No, no, it's, it's like your question, probably your fucking life every day. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, But even after that,
1: even after when I came out of that, it was like, you know, is is this, is this what I really want to do? And, you know, there's always those questions that you end up asking yourself. Do we ever really know? Yeah. Do
0: we like, do we ever really know what we want to (laughs) do? It's just, it's like, what can I just, what can I do? It's like. Not, what do I want to do? What can I actually consistently do? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you having fun with what you're doing?
1: Yes, I am. Look, look what we're doing, man. Isn't this amazing? Yeah. Are you, does this feel like a lockdown? No. 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 There you go. Other people, their perspective is this is a lockdown. Life is shit. Right now, everything's been taken away from me. Yeah. Right? I'm going to work. Even when I wasn't going to work, I was at home and I was doing things online. Yeah, it was a transition. It was tough, but I'm still doing what I love to do. You know, are you are you enjoying what you're doing? You know, are you surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded by? Right, like the fact that we were in a lockdown, I saw it a great time. Yeah, you don't see your friends so much. Okay, we'll come back.
0: You know, all, all this stuff. Yeah, you, you don't know? you don't see them as much. No, uh, you don't you don't you have more opportunity to focus on you. Yeah, you're not as wasteful you know there you go like when i was uh, in la like over the last year and a half just going back and forth and back and forth like i was in a i was on a wave mm-hmm. but when you're on a wave you're not really thinking about anything mm-hmm. other than riding that wave mm-hmm. but when it was time to come home i got to think about things and, and reconsider how i was spending my time and my money and i was able to to reconfigure myself and like i said i've said in the other in the other podcast i i got this place because I didn't want to stay home all day I, I still, I love writing, writing music and I love coming up with ideas and stuff, but I also love interactions. And so I needed a place to, first of all, leave home, work with someone else. And we were able to to figure that out. Maybe it was illegal. I don't know, but fuck it, we did it. And and here we are. And it led to starting the podcast. And I think the podcast is a, is an amazing way to not only obviously selfishly, because I love to have conversations, do that. But it's showcase amazing people that are in my life who are thank you epic and who otherwise wouldn't be seen by the world, right? Like I always, you know, since for years and years, I'm like, oh, you should start a podcast or you should yeah. do these videos. You should do this. And, uh, but really, I was just projecting, projecting what, I, what I needed to do. That's it. What I needed to fucking do. That's why. And now I'm here and like, I want to continue to do this. Do I... I've cho- I've chosen a path in life that is absolutely there's no there's no real plan there's no there's no like uh, oh if you do this for three years this will happen and you'll make this much I have no idea no plotted course no no I'm going on pure good vibes uh, I, I have afforded myself the ability to have this freedom here by luck of the Irish and uh, I think that if I just continue to do this and I continue to have amazing people on and continue to bring these stories to people um. I don't know. I think it's. I'm going to be having fun. My guests will be having fun, and I think the people watching it having a lot of fun will have fun. They'll learn it, and they'll yeah. they'll be they'll be greasing the groove, as you would say. They're greasing their the groove. Like they're in the vibe. That's why I think podcasts are so great because you immerse yourself. It's like you're sitting at the table with the people, right? Like when I watch any podcast, I watch a shitload of Rogan. Obviously, look at the setup and look how we're doing it. Look at my haircut. <laughs> Like you even look like Joe Rogan in 1996. <laughs> That's insane. But, uh, but long story short, uh, there's no real plan other than I know it will lead me places. Mm-hmm. I know that I'll be able to reach out to people that I never would have reached out to. It gets me out of my box. Well, you have the space to. You've set up so you have the space to. Right? If you had all
1: other stuff and distractions, you wouldn't have the space and opportunity to allow that.
0: Yeah. And now that I've gotten the machine going, Mm -hmm. because it's a commitment thing. And I've always had commitment problem. Always. Like I never wanted to commit to anything like I did. Every time I did make a commitment, like in my company, when I was, when I was running it, I committed to wanting to make it better. I never had the intention of selling it, but it led me to a path where it just happened to sell itself really, which, which was great. But that was, it's like, whatever you commit to leads you somewhere that you don't think. But you can only get to where you need to go that you don't know what it is if you commit to to going in a certain direction, right? Yep. And so starting this thing is like starting the machine. Like I'm gonna get it started now, and now I have to keep putting coal in it in that fucking train. I gotta keep going. That's so true. it's just gonna keep going because I committed to doing it mm-hmm. six months ago. My producer in LA was like, "Oh, you should start a podcast." And I'm like, "No, man, I'm not gonna do a podcast. Fuck, plan things and." And set up every week. I don't want to be held down. I don't want to be held down. You know that's classic me. I never want to be held down. But now through this, through this fucking pandemic, uh, it's it's opened my eyes to say, well, bro, you got nothing else to do, so you might as well do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all
1: the other things that you were doing seem what now? Uh, well, they seem they're all still rolling. Yeah, but but like if there was no pandemic. All those things that you would have been doing instead of being here and doing what you're doing right now.
0: Would have just been chasing my tail. There you go. Just chasing my tail. This is- This is a
1: big thing for people, right? Having the opportunity right now to look at themselves and look at their life and look at, you know, what is their purpose? What is their, you know, passion? What are they passionate about? Because they have the time now. Yeah. What are you doing with the time you have?
0: Are you learning something? Are you sharing something? Are you growing? I I think think it's a time for mass growth. Because- like let's say all the learning that you experienced and all the, like the the next levels, so you need another coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> he had nine coffees today. No, no, no you, you went low today. Low today. I knew I was on the show. Yeah, you knew it. Really the shit. show. Yeah, the show. That's the what show. it is. So throughout your experience, every time there was a massive amount of growing, happened through a hardship. Same with me. All that growing. So that's it. If on a mass scale, like this pandemic is like putting people out of their jobs or making people stay at home or making people really think about their lives it's it's going to be torment, like your back pain in the present. But the result of it, people, people are way stronger than they think. They're they're way more talented, they have way more balls they have. But, but we do the beauty and the bad part of living in a such a safe, prosperous, abundant world is that you never really see the edge. They gotta commit, but now like Going they have no that. choice. Like you didn't, you didn't learn about all your stuff because you're just like, oh, this but would they gotta, be. They, a they good gotta idea. commit to making the choice. Yeah, but I think the, like, sta- people the stages ha-
1: of, of contemplating it, right? Yeah, you know, sometimes they'll think it right, and the, eh,
0: but they won't make the choice to actually do it. But I think now people are being pushed to action because they have no choice. A lot more, yeah, one hundred. It's a survival. It's like yeah, do or die. But that's a beautiful yes. thing because it shows yes. you your true colors. Yes. And so it's like a a fasting period where the weak cells, and I'm not saying the weak people, I'm saying the weak cells within the people are Mm -hmm. dying off because the strong ones are learning to Mm -hmm. prosper. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get that confidence and that clarity Mm -hmm. to be able to push to their next level. And I I think it's going to be a a mass growth, awakening, whatever, for people to see what they really got.
1: Yeah. And there's a couple of things I I think, personally think that people need to be Thinking about how they choose to to bring it into their life right now is that when they are at home which is i don't know how much of the population is but a lot right you know second waves happening in europe and and, and here and people are at home what are they consuming at home right I'm talking about consumption yeah which because you are what you consume yes right so from you know television to you know the type of food to the the conversations you're having to
0: you know, whatever it is, all that stuff, which is affecting the gut, the subconscious mind, your, your true motivator. 95% right. so of the consumption
1: it, is shit. The output no choice, will be shit. The choice won't happen. You won't be able to commit to that choice. So there has to be some sort of or, or rock bottom or something to really happen where people
0: are going to be like, yeah. And, and if not, you know, it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, not everyone's going to hit that rock bottom like the people who are starting businesses now it's because they're put in a position where if they don't do that they're done mm-hmm. right so it's like if if people are not rising to the occasion it means things are not bad enough right which which is still okay which means okay right. it's, it's fine like it's not up to us to say oh no. everyone's got to fucking change no it's it's no people i think people will grow cuz a lot of people will be seeing the edge mm-hmm. and they'll be having to learn to adapt which really gives yourself a really good sense of like accomplishment and purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's a beautiful thing because, because I, I like to, I like to see the positive. There's no doubt, regardless on whatever opinion of the virus anybody has, the fact is the world is closing. Jobs are out. Um, we can't go out. This is, this is a re it's a real thing. It's a real thing. The whole world is on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of people are going to grow from it because a lot of people are impacted. So, so I, I see that as a, as a, as a net positive. Right, and, and once I think of the appreciation level, I can only hope for everyone
1: of when things do start to return and normalize again, people are going to be appreciative of the re, you know, going to a restaurant, the relationships that they have, you know, and all those things that we kind of almost took for granted. Because we always had them. We always have had them. And you look at other places around the world that never had them. Yeah. Never had them. They never know. They, they didn't, weren't conditioned to that. We were so conditioned. I think it's going to be interesting.
0: I, I'm looking forward to it. Like for people to, you know,
1: it's a wake up period.
0: Dude, even when, when restaurants opened briefly and, I, and I, I was going once a week yeah. for like a month, which whatever it was, <laughs> it, I was so overjoyed to be in that atmosphere. Right. It, it was like it was my birthday and I was 10 years old. You know where it's your day. Is that the best? It's, it's the best, and it's That's like, nice. I never realized how seeing someone that you don't see all that often, like someone working in a restaurant, a familiar face, you know, it's a, it's a casual acquaintance that you see here and there, mm-hmm. and just seeing them and saying hello, oh my God, it felt so good, and then, and then when they locked, locked that up, I was just like, oh, fuck. But even when you went out, right, and you were at the restaurant,
1: you know, we're, we're very social guys now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Back in the day, I wasn't, you know, very introverted and quiet
0: okay so yeah so you
1: were introverted yeah. and quiet yeah but now you know, saying hello to everyone right and did you notice that for that brief moment in history that things were open people were much friendlier at least i did people were you know when the restaurants reopened i went into a couple of restaurants and like even people at the table you know people were smiling they were happy to be out you yeah could see it we need the this. vibration level was oh yeah way up you know, and everyone had something to connect to and understand that we're all in this together type of thing,
0: you know, and, and we can connect. Yeah. And it was cool. And it was it, cool. I, I like how you said that because it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And I didn't realize that even the, the other people, like everyone was just overjoyed. Everyone was yeah. pumped. And it's when you get locked up in your house and and you're just like stuck to the TV, the world becomes very dark place. It's a very one-sided thing. And, and this it's very divisive. So I think that's why like politically the world's like in in like crazy place because people aren't doing the normal thing of going out and seeing how lovely people of other beliefs are. You know, like when, when you're just rolling around the park and there's like a whole bunch of different religions or races or this or political whatever. Everyone's just enjoying the park like nice people. Yeah. But when you're alone yeah. and you're watching that TV and you're just receiving that feed and that TV is just giving you a frequency of trash. I don't care what you're watching too much TV is trash vibes and the world becomes this like real dark place because the machine, our body Mm -hmm. in my opinion Mm -hmm. wants more of what you give it. So it's like almost like you absorbing that TV or getting the dopamine fix from the TV is almost telling your body subconsciously like creating excuses for you to not want to connect with other people because it wants to stay in this state. Sure. It's a weird survival yeah, yeah. mechanism thing, but what, what, what
1: a question for you. Sure. What would be the difference between watching TV and watching, let's say podcasts, you know, and, and being, you know, glued to YouTube or whatever, like, w- would you say that those are similar things and the consumption, depending on what you're watching? Like
0: I compare it for like uh, candy and sweet potato candy. Um, there's never enough. You eat it, it's never enough, and you're definitely going to feel like shit because you definitely ate too much, and mm-hmm. so it's hard to turn off. A podcast is like a sweet potato. You're not usually, at least for me, going to watch way too much. I'm not going to watch five podcasts in a row. I'm not going to do that, and at the same time, I'm gaining nourishment. Mm-hmm. It's a mutually beneficial thing where like watching the news or just junky TV, which has its place, I'm not, I'm not saying don't do that, but it's really easy to take in too much. And too consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to wreck your system. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to, it's going to, it's going to fuck you up because it's, it's taking your energy, but it's not giving you anything. Yeah. Whereas like a podcast is an enriching experience sure. where you're sharing the frequency. You're sharing like information and knowledge. Like yeah. I learned
1: so much from podcasts. Oh yeah, hundred percent over the pandemic. I, I started watching, you know, TV or movies or whatever it was like almost every night. And, uh, I shut it out now because it was just, wasn't serving me.
0: I realized that, and they have their no. place. So now, when you watch a movie, you can enjoy it. and It's good. Yeah. But if you're if you're just binging all the time,
1: for sure, for
0: sure. And then when I'm binging shit, like rarely through a podcast, do I want to eat ice cream?
1: Hmm.
0: But when I'm watching, interesting. But I'm watching when I'm watching like a, just like a thirty minute TV show or like just like fun nonsense. I wanna I wanna accompany it with a little uh, with a little grease with a little <laughs> a little sweet treat. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's a, that's the thing, but I'm not a sweet
1: guy. I don't like. Like I enjoy every now and then, but I, I don't have that, that craving whatsoever to, to get into the ice cream. I did as a kid. I loved it. Maple syrup, vanilla ice cream. Very nice. Mix it up until it became a soup.
0: Hell yeah. Did you ever put it in the microwave to get it a little extra <laughs> soft? Yeah. Probably. I still do that. Nice. I still do that. <laughs> but I think uh, I definitely have a sweet tooth, but my sweet tooth um, usually comes from a lack of balance. Like I'll be fasting, I would do, like I, I always fast, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. my baseline. I don't eat breakfast. That's my baseline. Right. Um, but if I go too long without the carbs, I end up like just binging. Like a, like I'm a drug addict and I relapse and I relapse mm-hmm. bad. But if I have a little rice or something like that with my dinner, I tend to not have that craving later. So it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, if I have like yeah. 320 calories on my rice, I'm not going to have two, 2,500 calories of donuts later. Right. But if I skip the rice, I'm going to have the donuts. Right. And in my uh, balance sheet of calories and uh, nutrition, it makes no fucking sense at all. Right. But in the moment, it makes tons of sense. When's the last time you had like regular breakfasts? Like like every day? Oh, or like five out of seven. <laughs> Shit. Five years? Five years? Yeah. Wow. Five out of seven day breakfast? Right? Yeah. 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 But my my coffee that has, now I put like protein in it. Okay. If I'll have it later in the day. Ten o'clock? No, that's not later in the day. Ten thirty? Eleven? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Like around there. All right. So I have the coffee. I have, I have the, the the bulletproof coffee. I do that. And that's mm-hmm. that's something sets, sets you up. Yeah, it sets me up. It sets me nice. up good. If I'm training with you, maybe I'll have a little more before. That's it. You know, because you uh, did have a steak this week, no? Oh yeah, I did. I have a steak for breakfast. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, of course. But not no. five out of seven. No, days. I know, I know, I know. I had a steak today too, earlier. Yeah. Beauty. At one o'clock. I was
1: I was thinking about one for this weekend.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. And the last time
1: you know, I was on a, not the last time, but the last time I can remember going on like strict fasting protocol, you know, for such a long period of time was you know, for the last when I first started being a personal trainer, waking up in the morning and you know 6 a.m. be at the gym, client, 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 and then you get to twelve o'clock, right? And it was like a routine for years. And then fasting became this intermittent fasting, this big thing. And I was like, I was it's already crazy. doing it. Yeah. And then I was like, at this point when it became so popular and it was like, great. And you saw the, the health benefits to it, you know? And you were already doing which was great because it was it was already integrated into the system. Yeah. And now you can go back and you can do it anytime, right? And like, I can enjoy breakfast now too, where I actually really do enjoy eating a breakfast. And I, as a kid, I used to love breakfast. It was my favorite yeah, of course. You know, of the day. And now I can enjoy breakfast and I can also appreciate the fasting, you know. And if, you know, you haven't tried fasting out there yet, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Well, it, it just, it just, a clear mind mm-hmm. keeps you, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just keeps me feeling good. And I, before I started fasting, I, I started with skipping lunch. Like breakfast was okay, but I, I realized that I would go for lunch and it would fuck the rest of my day. Hmm. So heavy, I, heavy lunch. Yeah, man. I I was yeah. I was, uh, I was oh, yeah. a uh, business guy, you know. <laughs> heavy lunches, big steaks. Oof. Uh, with but now I understand that like they have their place. Mm-hmm. But what were you eating the steak with? Scotch, <laughs> vodka, scotch steak. Just just way too much, like way right. too much, like mixing carbs and proteins and all that stuff. And like for me, it just overloaded the system, and I for get sure. back and I was just all tired. Yeah, heavy so hand, that that's hand 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 how it digesters. started, and yeah. then I started the research. But now it's a tool. It's a tool rather than like a rigid structure. So I know what I'm... It's a tool. like, And I love... I do love breakfast too. Mm -hmm. And when I have it, it's great. I don't don't fucking feel bad. No. But early in the fasting days, I'm like, oh, I can't do it. And I say you, like you eat earlier than I do, but you have a more physical job than I do. And you train earlier. I don't know what it is, but like my routine when I wake up is very easy. Mm -hmm. It's relaxing. You know, I, I meditate. I read. I get... Things going. I plan my day. It's like, and I only really get going by like, I don't know, 11. Because before then, I'm doing my calming stuff. Right. Before you ramp up. Before I ramp up. And then I'm like, uh, Mm. I'm high octane the rest of the day. But we all have our, like, so do I really need that many calories to read? A Bulletproof Coffee is going to get me super clear. It's going to get me uh, nice and crisp. But I'm not uh, deadlifting 400 pounds at 9 a.m., like my friend uh, Rob Turkot over here. That's it. But over the the, the pandemic, it was because I was coaching in the
1: morning, early early morning, seven a.m. You know, four days a week, and then after, you know, you know, doing these cardio classes, and I was participating at the same time, you know. And uh, after that, I was just just hungry and I just started the engine.
0: And so, were you training for all the- your class? Like, were you participating? I was participating, in participating in all your
1: all the classes.
0: So, how many how many classes how many, per no, day? I don't know how well. Two, three? No,
1: one, one to two. Sometimes I did two, a double, you know? So, you know, I was burning somewhere between, you know, easily 5,000 calories a day, four to 5,000. I'd go and do my own workout or go for a run or go for a bike too. Holy it shit. Was nice. So I was... How much were you eating? I, don't, I wasn't counting things.
0: No, no, I know but yeah. like relatively, probably... Yeah, a, a lot. A lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot more than... Because did than you get now. leaner or get bigger? Gained 20 pounds. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So.
0: You wear it well, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No,
1: but twenty solid pounds because the the training was there, which was great. And I gave my body a break from lifting weights because I was doing a lot of body weight stuff too. It was nice to to transition to that. And I started running more, you know. Started doing you know half marathons, you know, just Crazy. going and doing it, you know. And I can never see myself. I remember back in the day trying to run with one of my buddies, and uh, we were on Il Bazaar, you know, doing the loop, and I was dead, conked out, body was in pain, you know. But now running it's But now you can do it. Your yeah. your condition. Well now
0: I can breathe too. Oh yeah. That's right. a big help. So let huge. So let's bring it back. I always bring it back. Let's bring it back. So you got your certifications during your, your back disc problem. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Uh how are you? Twenty four, twenty five?
1: Yeah. Uh twenty yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah.
0: So you're twenty four years old. Yeah.
1: Where are you living at the time? Uh condo in uh in pain
0: Okay, very yeah. nice. Yeah.
1: So condo in paincore. Yeah. And, and then I was, you know, at the same so time. So where did things go Teaching.
0: Okay. So you were, you were still a teacher or you teaching. went back to your teaching job or what? Yeah. I,
1: I was teaching at the time at the Cause you know, had four, four or five
0: months off, right? Yeah. From your back. Yeah. So did you go right back to school after that? I did go back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And when did, how long did that last? When, what, what marked the transition from your school teaching to, independent tr- training independent motherfucker Ooh, all right so um how
1: the ele- hell did that happen elementary and then after elementary i started um i got a job doing some part-time training at the place called muscle up in uh Bederfey. and so i started to build up a little clientele there so was that part-time part-time i okay. was i was teaching and then yep. i got another couple clients at another gym um in so now it's two vo- in, gyms in vaudreuil
0: called oh. physical park Hey, Physical Park. There you go. You know, remember when friends. you came to the
1: class Scholes. that one time? You showed up in the class. <laughs> Did I
0: throw up? You puked, bro. Oh yes, you jammed. It. I always gave it my all, though. I know. I, gave it,
1: I think it was like just past the warm up, and I saw you were up the stairs. I was like, oh shit! Yeah,
0: yeah I was, yeah. I was fucking out of shape. Yeah. out of shape, and uh, Jake, Physical Park, Schuels. Yeah, Schuels and Mills. If, yeah. yeah, I know Schuels. Well, actually, I know, I know both of them, but I know yeah. Schuels more. But yeah. uh, they just they're transitioning yeah. into a new venture, I guess. That's it. Uh, it's the end of this physical park chapter because things have changed during this, uh, exactly. this, this, this thing, but great times at that place. Yeah. Great times with those people. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And they brought us back together. Yes. They brought us back together. Yes. Cause yes. that's where I, yeah. that's where I saw that's you again. We, 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 we saw each other initially.
1: Yeah. That was years before.
0: Years before, before you the, came, before I, I fully yeah. embarked back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I trained with you once for 10 minutes. <laughs> so I threw up and I didn't see you for two that's years. It. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you, started to get. Clients in, in different
1: pockets. That's different it. And gyms. then Il Parole, there's another gym. I was doing some spinning classes and I got into there, you know, and and then teaching evolved to going into high school and high school was man, not a great fit. It was a little nuts, you know, and um, as you can imagine.
0: What do you mean? Uh, high school <laughs> kids are not hormonal. They're not. <laughs> not uh, at all. You remember yourself in high school? Yeah. I, look, I was a nice kid. Were you? I was a nice kid. But but there were a lot of shitheads. Yeah, I think I was a shithead to teachers. You think so? Oh yeah, I know so.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I I, a, I was I, always a, a not an. Oh, no. I wasn't a kiss ass, but I, I was I was always respectful. Yeah, there was a couple weeks where I, I, I had like a
1: my own desk in Jim McKinnon's the principal's office. Oh, like my brother. There you go.
0: Okay, so whoa, well, okay, hmm. and no, that was fun. no, but I totally understand yeah. what high school kids are like. So then from there. Um, I applied to a CEGEP
1: position of phys ed teacher at the Dawson CEGEP.
0: Okay, so what is CEGEP for the people listening outside mm-hmm. of Quebec? Yeah,
1: pre-university. Okay, so it's so like a pre-college? Kind of getting people to to grease the groove in certain areas of their life and see if it's for them. Almost like a taster, you know? It's a tasting menu at uni- the restaurant. Yeah. You want a little, you know, taste menu, see if you like this, you know? Yeah, yeah, a little, Get into, a like, little teaser yeah, to see you if it's
0: which is the route that you want to go? In. Do you want to so go know, trade or you, do you want to go school? That's it. Prepare right. you for university. And and you know. we finish high school here in Quebec a year earlier than everyone else. Yeah. We finish at grade eleven, and yeah. then we have this two year thing. And like you said, it's like a filtering process to see if you want to pursue uh, academics or you want to figure out, okay, maybe I'll go into a trade or maybe I'll go into something else. That's it. And that's essentially what happens. Yeah. So I had a great time there. So yeah. So you became you applied to be a Sejup teacher. Yeah.
1: Got that, did some, you know, obviously at, at the same time, everything was building up on the training side. So you have kind of looking at two mountains and your time, right? And now I'm running around, you know. Busy guy. You got, you got your car, you got your training gear, you got all your, your food and you're running around from place to place. And it was, it was getting to a point where I was like, hey, we're going to make a decision here. So I did. And I pursued uh, getting into, you know, training as, as being my, my career, you know, and wanted to pursue that and see where it would go. What I'm a leap. Kind of looking at like the, the teaching world. And it was like, you know, I was, I was teaching the things that I already learned in SAGEEP. It was the same book that I learned in phys ed that I was now teaching. I was like, Ooh. how many years later? So for me, there was like, this is not upgrading my system. Or anyone else's system. No, because I was teaching them the other stuff. I would say, okay, well, this is what the book says, but
0: the updated knowledge is this. So you were doing that. Yeah. So you were pretty punk rock. Had to be. You didn't go by the book. No. So could we say you're not by the book, my friend? Not by the book. Not by the book. Not by the book. All right. So, were you, and did you get any heat for that? Were you allowed mm-hmm. to just do whatever you wanted or did they leave like phys ed no, teachers, okay, I, like I, do whatever they wanted? I, I was still respectful of,
1: of the curriculum that was being taught. Yeah. Right, but I still <laughs> wanted to give everyone the updated version to upgrade them, of course. Why not? Why, Why would you, you hold on to it? No, I get it. Uh, you know, share. You know, lead, grow. You know, and you lead that. by example. That's it. So, and and that was fun. Sejip was a great experience, and um, everyone's like, "Oh, you're six months a year. You get to work, and you get to do whatever you want for the rest of the six months." You know, six months as a teacher, right? Because that's how I'm, is that what at schools seven months as teaching, so the rest of the months five months off. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah, I guess. You know, if that's whatever, you. if that's what you want. Yeah, if that's your thing. And then me being like, hmm, looking at seven months and then looking at the training stuff, I was like, well, even if the, I would have just built up the training on that time off, I wouldn't have been able to go back. So I, I kind of knew myself at that point. I had to pick one. So that's what I, I, I pursued, uh, you know, and then I opened up. Um, actually, I purchased Muscle Up, the original gym where I, I got my uh, first client at. Poetic. So I purchased that. Yeah, with uh, with a partner at the time. Did you change the name?
0: Yeah, to Infinite Training. Was that the place? That was the place. So the place, that was where your first client was? First client. Before it was Infinite Training, it Correct. was called Muscle Up. Yeah. Right next to the uh, Pravigo. Yeah. No it. shit. Yeah. Look at you, making moves, doing uh, your thing, 25? Eight years ago now, I guess. 25, 26? 26. 26. Yeah, yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah. For sure. And- because, for people listening, you took the path of security school. You there long enough? Uh, retirement packages, all that stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was was your mother a teacher? My mom's still a teacher. Still a teacher. Okay, and so you, like this was she? Yeah, yeah. She, she was always did she, teaching. Did she groom you for it, or it was no, natural, not at all. Not, a, not at no? all. No. No. Okay. No. Yeah. But I'm ter- I'm in terms of. You explaining to your family that you know what this you know this like this job that's very respected mm-hmm. that has security and benefits mm-hmm. uh, not for me mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a different path. How was that conversation? No, that, well, wasn't even really a conversation. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I guess was already by, living on my own. Okay, at that, at that point. Okay, know? so yeah, so all right, so it the, was my so, decision. Okay, so it was a non that was def- supported. I
1: was supported. They were, oh, okay, they were great. cool about it. Okay, so at I, least I, that's what I know.
0: Well, hey. That's it. And I, I'm happy that, you know. Well, uh, no, that's great. Because it, yeah. you could imagine that that there could be some kickback. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know, you're yeah. on this pathway. What you do you want to do? But, but you're, you're on your own. You're yeah. independent. For sure. You've earned their respect. So I guess. Yeah, they, at that point, I, 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 I did. It's not so. like you were 18. No. Okay. That's it. Very cool. And so, and you started that and you said goodbye to the school world. Yeah. Well, you didn't leave the education world. Dude did not. You left the that was traditional the, exactly uh, school, system school system to have impact and educate mm-hmm. in, uh, in a different way mm-hmm. or at a different place. Mm-hmm. And so that was a few years later from when I saw you and you made me throw up in the, in the warm up. Fuck, was that? <laughs> and I, I was in rough shape. Like my whole life was rough. I dig, you dig? Yeah. That was yeah. years after that, too. You had the hat on. Okay well I always had yeah, I always had a pink hat on then. I know I always had look at this look at the color in this room right now <laughs> let's see I'm just looking here it's nice and bright looks good beauty perfect yeah so um, what next next was
1: just because we're know, learning just, here I,
0: I like the story this oh, is an opportunity for me to yeah, learn yeah just story. get after
1: it you know and and, and soak it up and, and work with uh, get the opportunity to work with so many people you know and, and take courses and start to learn a lot you know and learn a lot about people learn a lot about myself experience a lot and um at one point it was just it was just like okay well time to 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 make a move again because it was it felt like things stagnated sure and the next move was was to to go into the corporate world and check out corporate health and and training and stuff like that you know and, and so corporate health what is what does that mean well corporate wellness right Uh, like managing employees, going companies and companies and, and working with their employees on site, more or less doing the same thing I was doing just, you know, rather than
0: one-to-one or like, that's
1: it more group setting. But at the same time we were, we were doing the same type of services. We were offering now massage, osteopathy and personal training. And then the group classes, meditation and starting putting the whole package together, right. For what people, people need almost, you know, just to, to bring them to, because it's no, not just it's about just, training. Getting, in,
0: no. getting healthy yeah. is not just about training. 100%. That's a one pillar of mm-hmm. the, let's say, the three or four pillars mm-hmm. that there are. Mindset. But isn't a mindset really a result of the rest? Like if your nutrition, your sleep, uh, your relationships, and your training are in line, your mindset's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. At yeah, least yeah. for me. No, for sure. So the mindfulness
1: component, right? Bringing that Zen warrior practice, you know, whether it's yoga, breath work, you know, meditation,
0: that stuff, you know, for for people to slow down, chill out. And so that's how you've been, that's how you've been making, that's how you've been making impact. That's how you've been, because look, people come in, not for a full body package. They come in because they want to lose 10, 15 pounds.
1: Right, mm-hmm. that's that's. Mm-hmm. I would
0: assume that's why most people come in. Right. People aren't coming because oh, I want to balance my chakras. I want to come in because uh, you know I, I should be more mindful. Right, we always come in for a superficial. Like I wanted to be right. shredded. Mm-hmm. That's why I came in. That's it. But
1: when I get stronger, but what very it, very physical. Everyone wants the physical because the physical's you could see it. You could see material, it, and it they kind of understand it a little bit. That they need to do something to get a result. Yeah. That the physical is easy. Now, what's hard on top of that is 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 the mental, and the physical. It's great. You're you're once again going back to what you were saying about having things in alignment, right? The physical will only get you so far, and there'll be a point where if you don't have that mental game to support, the physical will drop off because, you know, you might not ever get to where you want to
0: go in a sense. Or you you you'll, you'll be you'll there'll be a roof. There's a plateau. There's a plateau. They'll, if, if you don't have your if you don't start to incorporate other methods, you're going to plateau in your in your enthusiasm for the training mm-hmm. uh and to keep up your nutrition like all these things, right? And so how do you typically like code like what did you tell me? Like I, I have a thirst for knowledge like you uh, once I committed to leaving my my lifestyle and changing it I wanted to uh, learn and are, I was Are we reading. talking about
1: now or or, or before?
0: Oh, before. before? I, I think now I'm, I'm an upgraded version of what I it would used say, to be. And
1: I, I'm more upgraded now than I used to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah, Of course. Yeah. So, right? so let's go so now.
1: So now, now it's totally different, right? Now I, I have that unique perspective of, of looking at, at, at someone and helping them not just physically, right? And, and the mental part, right? And how about the, there's an emotional part. Right. there's a
0: spiritual part as well. You know, you always asked me every time we started a new training saga over the years, you always asked me if there was someone in my life. Hmm. And I don't know if that's just because you were being polite, because you were curious, or because you that's one of the things that gives you an idea of maybe a personality or balance factor or something. Is that something that no, but a, that uh, plays in
1: but there are questions yeah that you have to ask to to kind of you know see exactly where that that human is right Wh- what are they doing with their time how are they spending it right to the relationships to you know once again the physical side could be the nutrition the movement component yeah the mental component right what does the mental component consist of their 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 thoughts how do they feel are they confident about themselves
0: so, they- so, constantly during your conversation, because you're you're very interesting, you're a great spe- like conversationalist. So you're you're probably probably actively and passively like downloading mm-hmm. their personality mm-hmm. to understand what makes them mm-hmm. tick, to see what's going to work for them, what maybe not, what to say, what not to say, right. how hard to push, how hard not to push. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're constantly evaluating, right? Right, and and you got
1: like I've learned that there's boundaries. Even yeah, as much as I want to help. Sometimes I shouldn't. Okay. And there's like, okay, don't push it.
0: Right. So, give me an example of like when you identified, like you're with, you're training someone. Well, some like, people that just don't want to uh, be open with certain things.
1: Okay. Right. They, they want to keep it to themselves, you know, and they're not, they're there to just come and train,
0: do the and reps. I, or- I,
1: I had this hard idea that like I wasn't serving them or myself. By just training someone once a week. I had this concept in my head that I clenched onto. That if I was just training them, they were coming in to see me, they weren't getting results from that training session.
0: So like, Back in the day. So you're saying, like, back in the day, your your state of mind was, if, if they come in one day a week, that's not enough to get results from me. Yeah, because I, I made up all this stuff. Like,
1: they're not going to do this. They're not going to get this. You know, I started to do that.
0: Oh, so creating...
1: yeah. I started... Because you wanted to like m- control them more. Of course. Of course. I wanted to control everything.
0: Yes. Okay. Right? I understand. I understand. This
1: is my own self-development along the way of my whole training. Yeah. So you figured right? if... My if, training is is this. You know, my tra- I'm, I'm training. I'm developing my constantly. own... Constantly. Always, always, always. Right? And learning about people, learning how to relate with people, and looking where they are at in their life. And sometimes... Like not sometimes, but now I'll look at someone. They come in and they train with me once a week or once every second week. But that might serve them so much for a couple hours after, or whatever it is, or make them feel that much better in their life in that moment. Okay, so and, yeah. and if that's that's all they came for, and that's what they're getting, and they're happy for that moment, I'm happy. Okay, so and the, back in the day, yeah. it would be totally different. I'm like, wow. This person's only coming for once a week training. What is this? They're not going to get results. They're not going to like this. They're wasting their time. Might as well do
0: nothing. Might as well do nothing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, but, but now as you've, as you've evolved, because I think you like, like me, when I was a little younger, not that I'm that old right now, but you know, five, seven years ago, way more controlling, uh, way more black or white Oh yeah. Way more. The narrative that I create in my mind about that person mm-hmm. is the only possible truth. Mm-hmm. But now as we go, what you're saying is that in your approach, you, you, have, you have faith in what they're doing. You understand that they're on their own journey. Own path. That they have their own life, their own thing, and uh, you will make the best of the time you have with them. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to worry about it all that much. No, that's it. I don't think about it after. Doesn't stress you out. Doesn't stress me like it did for sure. So you so you sure. used to hold on because you're a very caring, empathetic, loving guy. Yes. It's not like, oh, one session is not good because you want to milk them for seven sessions a week. Not at all. That's not where that comes from. No. That comes from like I want them to radically transform their life. I want them to change That's their food, it. their habits, their relationships, yeah. their, their body, everything. I want to
1: get them the results.
0: Yeah, I want them that to be they me. need they and need at the, the same results. time, <laughs> you like me, we're like, we were a work in progress that we're figuring out, which we're still figuring out. Always. Right. I was thinking about that on the way here. Oh, were
1: you? I knew this would come up. Oh, is like, this it like, specific yeah. topic? Yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah. And well, why? Of course of course. Come it just, why wouldn't it? just happened. And
0: you thought about it and it came into yeah, existence. That's, that's
1: it. Of course, it led us here. Yeah, and now it's like the conversation that I have with clients, it's, you know, and the guests, you know, my friends, you know, because I spent a lot of time with them, right? Yeah. And it, it's cool. And the conversations we have and the connection, it's, there's no judgment there before there was.
0: Okay, so bef- yeah, before-, before there was
1: judging, you're not doing enough, you're not doing, you know, and it was you like- need to do more, you know? And I will just, you know, suggest or deliver it differently and listen to them more. And maybe there will be a space where they'll share more. And then I'll we'll have a, maybe an opportunity to, to, to help them in, in, in a different way, you know, but nothing forced. You yeah, know, nothing. Letting that is happening soon like
0: showing up today and coming on this podcast with you. I didn't know what the fuck we were gonna talk about. I had no idea. But it, you know that exciting feeling of like you don't know what's gonna happen. You just you made the time and whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Let's make the best of it. That's it. That's yeah. that's the, you, you, the magic. The,
1: right. And that's the present moment. That's that's living in the moment. And all yes. you have,
0: the only thing you could really influence is the moment. That's it. That's it how do we make the best of this moment right here? Whether it's a training, whether it's me being in the studio. Like when I go to the studio and I, and I, I demoed a song at home by myself and I have all these concepts of how I want it to sound, mm-hmm. every time it fucks the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shared that with me. Yeah. yeah, because if it's too premeditated and I have too much idea okay. of where I want it to go, mm-hmm. like in terms of production stuff, because I'll write a song at home right. and then I'll go to the studio, but I'll write the song on an acoustic guitar and I don't know how the drums will sound. I don't know what the guitar tone will be. I have no clue. And it's up to the two or three of us who are in the studio to make magic in that present moment. Are we high-fiving or, you know, not high-fiving now, but Mm -hmm. are we vibing on something? And when that happens, the product is always awesome Mm -hmm. because it's a result of being present. Whereas earlier on when I would come and have all these ideas of what I want to do, it would fuck the vibe and no one's interested. It's like no one has skin in the game. So it's just like, yeah, okay, what do you want to do next?
1: And I'm sure you have millions of ideas.
0: Uh, yes, but, <laughs> but now it's like, i rather have the ideas in the moment. And, yeah. and, there, and if someone comes up, like, if I have step one to 100, it doesn't leave a lot of room for magic to happen. Mm-hmm. But if I come in with step one, here's the song. Mm-hmm. And then we start, and this guy's like, oh, yo, try this guitar tone. Well, right away, my step one to 100 that I could have planned is useless yeah. because this guitar tone has led us in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And bringing it back to the training, uh, uh, one of the, the best parts about training with you is the social component, mm-hmm. is the life talk component. Even mm-hmm. if I'm sweating and I'm like, I'm saying, ah, oh, fuck this, or like <laughs> oh, one more, I can't do it. That's it. We're having a conversation that makes me, even if it's light or deep, regardless, it's it's making me feel good. It's an interaction. It's like we're challenging ourselves. Right. And it's a, I think it's a component that a lot of trainers or holistic coaches or coaches, whatever it is, yeah. might not take into mm-hmm. account of how profound that interaction is. I think it, not even the coaching component,
1: just think about like anyone in any relationship, right? It goes back to how present you are with people, right? And how more, much more meaningful it is when someone is present, when they're not distracted.
0: When they're not but, like uh, checking their texts. Well, what did
1: we do? I took off my watch. I put my phone on airplane mode before yeah. coming on this. Same here. Right? And I don't know about you, but I have been someone that's been so distracted through my whole life. Coined ADHD. Like, take Ritalin in elementary school. You know, Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why not? Bit my tongue and, you know, bleeding everywhere. (laughs) He doesn't respond well to to Ritalin. (laughs) But I took it after, like, later on at, like, university to help me study, stay up to 3 a.m. in the morning to to focus. Okay, that helped work? Yeah. Now we try different things. Now I just put music on. If I need to study. Really? Yeah. I remember saying that the other day. If I need to learn something, uh, I just need that self-regulation, you know, of having, you know, that music
0: calms me down. And so we'll get into music because another amazing component to training with you, and one of the reasons that we connected at a young age, was music. Music is a fundamental part of your training sessions. Of my like, life, of my life. Like from the first training session where you made me barf to when we reconvened later and I joined those classes and then we started training together. Music, first of all, your choice in music, I guess I'm biased because I, I just love the music you play. <laughs> Whether it's like the deep house tracks or the 90s alternative rock stuff, like this is stuff that I love to listen yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be in tune with, wait, well, look, you just have great musical taste, but it's always been a part of your training. Mm-hmm. There's the philosophy part of it. Yeah. There's the health, nutrition. Right. You know what buttons to push, and you understand the boundaries. But your tunes are always fucking great. And I always said, listen, man, when this uh, when we go on the Galactic Federation tour, the Misho World Galactic Tour happens. If it's possible, I would love to like take you on the road, and even you were <laughs> like a fucking circus, and like oh, we yeah. could train, <laughs> and you know we could do like breathing work with the whole fucking band, and but you could be the DJ that opens this shit up our everyone
1: everyone connecting
0: just the crowd vibing getting That's people it. into the tunes you mm-hmm. know how cool would that be that would be next level that would be next level because i always I always say, we've put it out there many times so well, we're, i now more ears are going to hear it yeah more eyes are going to see it and uh why not you pl- and you dj you have the you have yeah. the, the table the turntables yeah. you do the stuff you go nuts you for your classes, your spinning classes, you prepare these tracks. All right. Like you make sets. It's you funny. You're not fucking around. No, this no, no, is no. not a guy who puts a playlist on.
1: No, no. Back in the day, you used to be making a playlist had three and a half hours just for one 45-minute spin class. But I would spend three and a half hours choosing the music because I wanted it to create a vibration. I wanted it to, for people to connect to the movement they were doing to what they were feeling through the music, right? And, you know, then you saw all these, you know, spin places do it and pop-ups and they've done a great job with it so were you
0: doing that stuff before
1: i i don't know because like soul cycle and all those you know places that popped up you know was it eight years ago nine years ago maybe a little bit sooner than that i can i can i don't know the timeline yeah okay i didn't investigate it but but it felt
0: right to you that's why you did it yeah
1: i was just sharing like i want people to to feel this you know and i want them you know
0: because it's one Just, thing to have your 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 voice and your presence, which are which are insane. The people, I'm sure, of the federation who are watching this and listening are going to feel your energy. But to back it with classic tracks and no all killer no filler, <laughs> these bang bang for buck every yeah. tune and nailing. It. And even the other day we were playing like you were playing some AFI. It was nuts. It was so fucking loud. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I put everyone in the <laughs>
1: It was loud. Can you turn it down, please? Can you turn it down, please? We're on a oh. call.
0: Shoot, I forgot. Forgot I own Sometimes. this place. Yeah. It's okay. You know? It's okay. So music, what when did that love start? Like everyone's a fan of music, but you are more than a fan of music. Mm-hmm. You're
1: I, I'm I'm gonna say it has to go back to to my my parents, you know, and my, my grandmother. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a connection there, for sure. And there's music where I I'll remember distinct times and, and I don't remember much of my childhood, by the way. Like it's, it's weird, you know, but when there's music then I could connect
0: to that time. You connect to a time to, to, to,
1: to a to, feeling,
0: but not a, like a, a visual memory. No, a visual memory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know, being in that moment, feeling it and hearing that, that tune, you know, whether it was Neil Young or, you know, whatever you know. So, what was
0: Grandma Fitwell listening to? <laughs> what was the Grandma Fitwell's playlist? Oh, it was
1: whatever was on. You know, Sunday night dinner. They would always have a CD on in the background when we would come over for family dinners, fellow time, CDs, backwards. records. Yeah,
0: and so it was a component that was in the background. Yeah, it was, there was
1: always music. My mom, music teacher, right? So, no shit. Remember the piano in the basement?
0: Yeah, yeah. We j- even jammed in your basement. Yeah drums were there. Yeah. Who was on drums? Was it Shemmy? My sister. Yeah, but Shemmy. Shemmy was our yeah, drummer. Yeah, yeah. So, your, so yeah. your mother's a music teacher. She's a music teacher. So my okay, sister's come both- come on. But
1: you want to hear what the, the- Well, long story short, she threw me in the music program at high school, and I totally fucking hated it. Okay. I got to play trumpet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> who the- Who wants to play trumpet? I couldn't blow in a reed in the saxophone. And I had this idea that I wanted to play the You're saxophone. You were asthmatic.
0: Why the fuck would you play the fucking saxophone?
1: <laughs> I wanted to play the sax. Oh, shit. So I started playing the trumpet. And then I remember I got some lessons because I was just, you know, horrible. I didn't, I didn't have the will to do it, you know? And her friend, her best friend was like the music teacher, George Doxis. And I remember getting, you know. Greek guy. He's Greek, yeah. And he, he produces. He's awesome what he does, you know? I gave him a handful. He hated me. <laughs> He gave me like a my suspension was to to write like a f- five thousand word essay on Bach. Like okay.
0: Yeah, anyways. Sure it was interesting. Yeah, but Or at that point, did you but, give a fuck? No. No. Anyways, you know. No, you wanted to kiss girls at the movies. I know what you wanted it's to do. Rule Valvoil cross
1: the class, you know? Oh. You know. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, I love that shit. Just, yeah, yeah. Just total rebel in in music. Me and my buddy Matt. And but maybe it me.
0: maybe it wasn't the right avenue for you. No, it was not. Because I have a similar story. It was too contained. There was no freedom. Sit up straight, be like
1: this, good posture, all the stuff that I talk about now. Yeah. You've become everything that you (laughs) stood against. Good breathing technique. Yeah. In alignment,
0: good cadence. My high school didn't have a music program. Yeah. But it was introduced after I got there. And we had a music class. I think it was ninth grade. And I wanted to learn how to play guitar. Maybe eighth grade or ninth grade. I needed to learn how to play guitar. I, I had been playing air guitar, throughout the nineties on my bed. Green Day, Dookie, Nirvana, Nevermind, mm-hmm. Big Shiny Tunes, Bush, all that stuff. Blink one eighty two, no, not Blink one eighty two yet because that nice. was too early. Yeah. In high school, seventh grade, when I heard "Damn It" by Blink one eighty two, I think I told you this the other day. John Goldstein. It was at his house. What a nice guy. Shout out John Goldstein. If it wasn't for John Goldstein, I wouldn't be making music. He played Damn It on, on LimeWire. Good old LimeWire. LimeWire. And I heard that song and it shook through my foundation. And what I heard and felt, I knew in that moment, I need to learn how to play guitar. I, I need to learn. This is something that I, that I need to fucking learn. I, need, I can play this. I need that. And that's what started me on my journey of guitar. But when I got to high school, this was like maybe the next year at high school, there was a class. So I obviously signed up to learn how to play guitar. What a perfect opportunity to learn how to play guitar. There's a new program. There's a guitar in the class. And I'll fucking tell you, nobody wants to play guitar more than me. So, and I was a nice kid. I figured the guy would just, Mr. Bowles, choose you, would choose me to play the guitar. Tenor saxophone is what I got. Hey, because apparently by that time I needed way too much learning. There was too much of a learning curve to learn how to play guitar. And so it was either bass or tenor sax and the bass positions were filled because it was like mm-hmm. names in a hat. Well, I sucked fucking ass at tenor saxophone. I couldn't give a shit. I like you wanted to play trumpet or saxophone. I never wanted to play saxophone ever. There never at no, at no point. So what I would do is you, you were allowed to rent your instrument to take it home for the weekend. I never did. I, I brought home the guitar and I learned how to play guitar. I bought a CD. I learned how to read guitar tabs. And every day at lunch, I was going to the music room and playing guitar. And he's like, you know, you should be practicing your saxophone. I'm like, ah, look, and I'm a nice kid. But it's like saxophone is not for me. I want to learn to play guitar. And I start to play. And he's like, how'd you learn that? I'm like, because I want to learn, man. I, I was in the jazz band. For a year, I, I, I faked learning how to read music because I, I didn't know how to read it, but I, I knew yeah, how to play. Yeah, had an ear. So I could just play it, but I didn't know what the fuck I was reading. Right. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my music story. So going back awesome. to you, we both played sax. We both blew into the sax. <laughs> into the reed. Into the reed. Yeah. There was no fucking wet thing. Oh yeah. It was disgusting. Uh, not for me. No. I respect the sax, but uh, it's not my calling. Right. And so, music in high school was not for you either, or elementary school, whenever that was. No,
1: it was a high school. Yeah. So, I was, was two or three years in that program. And then I finally got out by grade 10. Okay. So it was three years was like. And it was a music program? Yeah. So, I was, you know, it was music almost every day at some point. Holy shit. Yeah. Or every, and I play, can't remember. Playing sax. Three times a week. No, trumpet. Okay. I co- so, I couldn't okay. play the sax. Okay. So, didn't give it to me. Ah, trumpet. Fuck. <laughs> <Pac. laughs> That's it. So I would skip class, start skipping, you know, and didn't want to go all that stuff. You know. I get it. It's good.
0: I get it, man. Yeah. It was Not fun. Not for you, but, but it was fun. And I'm sure maybe it taught you something, but you were a fan of music. Maybe you weren't a fan of making music or playing well, music. But, uh, no, I, I was a fan of music already
1: at that time, you know. But at that time, I was probably listening to more hip hop, you know, wanted to be the, the rebel. And then remember, what was, which CD was the first CD? That I, I'm i not getting it. silver chair.
0: Oh, neon, uh, freak show. That's it with uh, the frog. No, uh, no, no, that's frog stomp. Frog, yeah, frog stomp with uh, uh tomorrow. But this, this is
1: going way back. Yeah, that's this that album like, came out in like 94. Like or grade
0: five. I remember I got that album. That was great. White album with the green frog. That, that's it. Did you buy it at the store? No, or so, or did you no, get someone it on one gave the, it to me. I don't know how I got it. Did you ever have those like stamp things where you can order CDs like? no it's like there was this like white paper and you can cut out the albums you want you stick them on and you put in the mail and then they all come in the mail no yes yeah yes yeah that's where i got all my albums yeah yeah like i got bush i got alanis morissette oh jagged little pill what an what an album best album best female album in the 90s 100 percent. she rocked so hard and then i was big into cheryl crow too yeah but then there's all there's the whole dance side of me where I love Ace yeah. of Bass. I love yeah. fucking aqua. Yeah. Um so yeah. A yeah. lot of anyway, lot music of was to-
1: always I, I remember like going back to like Ace of Bass, oh, our yeah. bus driver in elementary school used to her name was Annette. God bless her. She used to rock the bus. She'd blast up with her ghetto blaster on top Fuck of the yeah, there. Annette. She'd Pumped the break and everyone was just going, you know. Oh yeah, she was. She was badass. She was into. it It was amazing.
0: So maybe that was an early influence too. And oh, for sure, with the beats. It, it, everything. Were the always people been into some... it? Were like on the bus? Like, oh yeah. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Did, did she like? I know. She rocked that bus. She rocked it, and people were into it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. That is a very. There was cool. always
1: like, some you know the mu- music along the way. I can you know once again I always go back, and that's why it's been such a big part of uh, my growth. You know. And just connecting with music. Well, part too. of your
0: personality because it's it. always that's it. It's like part the, part of me. The grandparent dinners, peaceful, nice, fun. Because mm-hmm. grandparents, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was it was a fun, pleasant yeah, yeah. experience. Yeah,
1: yeah, most of the time. And a lot yeah. of
0: drinking. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> did you drink a lot when you were like eight? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah, but who didn't who didn't drink back then? I was making my dad scotches <laughs> when I was like seven. He's like, hey, make me a scotch. I'm like, okay. It's not like in my head. I was like, yeah. oh no, this is. Uh, this is a little uh, indecent, or no? What's the word I'm looking for? This is uh, whatever inappropriate. Not, that's the word I'm looking there for. This go. is inappropriate. No, it's like never heard oh, the word. Never heard that word before. Dad wants a scotch. <laughs> okay, I'll make you a scotch, Dad. And he used <laughs> tell me I made them the best scotch. There you go, beautiful. But we don't. We see it looking back. Yeah, but it's a different time, man. Yeah. it's an innocent time. That's it. That's it.
1: So yeah, no, and definitely you were were a huge part in, in my music evolution too.
0: No shit. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. You know, From like 13, 14 years old, 15, whatever yeah, for we were. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. And
0: because I the, was just playing the hits. That's it. I was learning power chords, and you'd come over oh and be like, yeah. yo, check this out. Oh yeah. Check out this tune. A place for my head. Oh, yeah, Brings me back to the basement playing, you know, Tony Hawk and all the good stuff. Yeah, we were playing skateboard <laughs> video games. And that was in, like, there was another skateboard video game. I don't know what it was called, but that's where I heard yeah. a place for my head and I needed to learn it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. That that what a great memory yeah. that is in the basement. Yeah. Order Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we had lots un- of it. <laughs> unlimited Buffalo Bills. So um, if if you don't know Buffalo Bills, it's a uh, it's like a chicken wing place. Yeah. They have burgers and all kinds of. Used to come in a bucket. Yeah, and yeah. Had all kinds of really healthy food. Yeah. And when you're 15, that's the best food in the world. And my dad made a deal with the owner of the particular restaurant by, I don't know, he sold him a couple of garage door openers. And as a favor, he said, yeah, just whenever you call, say you get the the George discount, the Mineras discount, and we'll just send it to you free. That was the deal. That was a bad deal for the Buffalo Bills guy <laughs> because the amount of Buffalo Bills that we ordered over my entire high school years, five yeah, years yeah. of Buffalo Bills whenever I wanted, no chance that that the co- the cost of those garage door openers was even close to as many fucking chicken wings as we got. But great memories, and I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. So in the basement, guitar, jamming, playing Tony Hawk, you tell me about all your hot girlfriends. And I was like, wow, maybe one day I'll be able to just touch a boobie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when I'm 30, Mom. <laughs> you know? But uh, that, those were great times. That was amazing, man. So all, all the times
1: we've had have been great. Uh, we and never every had, never single had bad one. Times. Every and, single one.
0: And even now, like when we, we always kept in touch. Yeah. But like even now, we we didn't see. I was in LA for the last year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see you all that much. Mm-hmm. But we we kept in touch through Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like one of those people that I cannot see for ten years, and it's the exact same. Yeah. Like we're we're back to the exact same baseline as where we were. Timeless, my man yeah timeless it's timeless it's yep. timeless and we've you came into like my neighborhood like because i i was i moved out to hudson with my parents yep. when i was in high school yeah. and that's i remember that one
1: one night we, we we went out ended up crashing at your place i forgot who else was there and we ended up watching what was the the show with uh anthony bourdain and um, the guy from Queens
0: of the Stone Age. Josh Homie of, oh, of the Stone Oh, baby. Age. That was amazing. Wasn't that an amazing episode? <sighs> that uh, that show was called... Oh, uh, uh, fuck. I don't know what's Honor, called. Yeah. But watch it on YouTube. It's yeah. amazing. And they were in the, New Mexico, I think. Yeah, in the middle of the desert. were like cal- outside of California. Tequila in the morning and like... Going hard. All their stuff, all their gear, and they were... And they were jamming, jamming in, this, like, in this desert. desert. <laughs> oh, and the Queens of the Stone Age is amazing and their music sounds like they're in their own fucking world like the favorite my favorite rock band to put in for for spinning classes by far queens of Stone age oh yeah you ever play go
1: with the flow no
0: (laughs) (laughs) what a song oh
1: my god um threes and sevens all 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 the good stuff but even like you know the the slower tunes too you can write it you know that's what i love about spinning you could dial up the resistance and then just climb to a slow track
0: Oh, it's like a you slow know? dance.
1: That's it, and just hit the beat, you know.
0: So you you always match your your the song to the part of the workout that you're doing, right? Yeah. So you're not going to be playing. Uh, uh, what's it, it called? W- when I could, you know, in those, you know,
1: when I when it was planned, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of for course. sure, for sure, of course. But
0: that, that's that's beauty, yeah. and, and it's always like, a, it's always a thought that. in my head too, because for, you're
1: like you're like a DJ, even for workouts. Now that I'm I'm I even think about it, and and you've mentioned it to me how many times. That you need to be able to you not, you need to be able to, but why don't you try to experiment with trying to match your music with your training, you know, and, and really getting something there. Cause there is something there.
0: I believe there is. Yeah. Like you were you playing know. like eighties rock, awesome stuff. Like, uh, what was it? White snake the other day. Yeah. Then before that you were playing a bunch of AFI and then we were doing the photon love playlist. Like always a great time. Even the people in the, the other that's people are like, what is this? Nineties dance. Why not? Oh, 90, yeah. that's yeah. My favorite. I, I can't wait till I get to a point where I can mix my my, my sci-fi grunge kind of sound, but with like that the, the mm. feeling of like mm-hmm. the feeling of the Vengaboys, you know, <laughs> the, that, that, that candy feeling of like of Ace of Base or Aqua or whatever that is that what that candy magic that that is. Fuck, I love that stuff. Gives me goosebumps. It really does. It, yeah. It's it's amazing. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard Barbie Girl. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I have no idea why, even now. It's like, why did her voice sound so cool? Why was, why did the beat was like kind of a generic beat, but why, why did it feel so good? There was, there was magic in it. And then mm. the world reacted like blue, Eiffel 65, and that came out. Why did it blow the fuck up? There was nothing as a songwriter intrinsically special about it. It was a great song, but it had an energy that you can't see For sure. or calculate. That touched the world. Yeah. And fuck. And I think the common denominator was it was present. It was present. And it then was when they made it, it was present. Yeah. They were present. They were all in. Talking about presence.
1: What about it? How about for you? Like being present now versus how, how did you get to become
0: so present? Uh, well, I, I don't think I'm that present. I'm, I, I'm very. Uh, right now you're present. You're in tune. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when I'm with another person it's very important for me to be as present as possible. And for, mm-hmm. for years, that's it's from my dad saying, when you're in a meeting, you put your phone away. You and the person that you're talking to are the only thing that matters. And because I, I'm kind of like you, I for sure have ADHD. I'm all over the place. I'm always bouncing off the walls. I, you know, I, I'll be putting my socks on and I'm going to throw shit in the laundry and I'm going to leave it half open because I want to put the other thing in. I'm running <laughs> around doing a million things at the same time. But when I'm with another person, I want to devote my entire attention yeah. to that present moment with that person. When I'm in the studio, I am 100% present. My phone is not around me. It's on the couch in the back. And I am with the people. Mm-hmm. Same with you right now. Mm-hmm. Same when I'm in the gym. Like I don't know how it is with other people, how they come in, mm-hmm. but I have, my phone is not even on me. I am with you. You are training me. I'm pushing as hard as I can go. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing. I think it's the most important thing because- that's where the magic happens. That's where I That's get the moment magic, baby. Yeah, it's it's where I get the most uh, the most benefit, like mutual benefit. If you're mm-hmm. giving me everything that you have, and I'm giving you everything mm-hmm. that I have, mm-hmm. we are creating something that is 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 bigger than us. Yes. If we're, if I have to take a breath, or you know, give you your time to finish your text, th- that fucks my vibe. And, sure. and it and it angers me. Kills the flow. It kills the flow. And I'm vocal about it. I'm yeah. like, if we I'll tell someone, yo, can you put your phone away? Yeah. Um, no phone, or or if we're gonna, if we're going to, if I have to keep saying it, I'm just not going to deal with that person anymore because I don't want to deal with someone who is, who's too big for this moment. Because mm-hmm. this moment is the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. And if they if they're worried about other things, but maybe they're not too big, right? Maybe they're just not. Well, whatever they're, they're, it is, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't care yeah. to be around yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, and so someone who's not present, I'd rather not be around. Mm-hmm. When I'm with people, I want to be mm-hmm. with someone. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I see it. How do you see present? Like, are you more present day to day? I'm like, I, I'm, to backtrack a sec, Yeah, I'm way more present than I used to be. Like, I was just going with the flow. It was like, then what's the next adventure? What's the next thing I'm doing? Go home, just watch TV, uh, watch whatever, eat like shit, blah, 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 blah and never really thinking about mm-hmm. anything. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. I walk slower. I walk up the stairs slower. I You don't run? I'm more, no. I'm more mindful with what I'm doing yeah. in the moment. Like, I can catch myself faster. Like, I explain it, like, there's lane assist in cars. Like, if you go out the lane, it, like, mm-hmm. vibrates. But before I didn't have that, I'd be in the ditch, and then I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm in the ditch. But now I can, before there's a, a blow-up or before there's something, I can definitely... Catch myself, yeah. How do you feel about that? And your, what's that, your view on, on the present moment? Pretty much well, the you, same. You, you, exactly. The I went same. deep on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 in alignment with me,
1: man. That uh, one thing that I have for myself is to become more present. You know, just every day in the things that I'm doing, whether I'm driving my car, spending time with my son, spending time, you know, you know, pretty present. Very present when I'm with my clients, right? But it's the other stuff, right? To be more present with the other things, too. Like, when you're driving a car, like, don't check your phone, you know? Just just drive the car, you know? You have your music on, keep your music on, whatever. You don't have to make you phone calls. To, you, you don't have to try to do other things, you know? You have to clip your like, nails or yeah, you know, fuck, <laughs> gel your hair. Or, yeah, yeah. Time the shave or put the whatever on makeup on or whatever it is. It's like drive your car, you're dri- it's, it's <laughs> time to enjoy your music.
0: That's or it. listen to that podcast. And
1: enjoy the the I was thinking about it on the way here, enjoying the time by yourself in the car too. Just being present with yourself.
0: Yeah, I that's a that's a good point with the car because when I'm let's having let's say I have more present days and less present days mm-hmm. and on my less present days i get in the car boom phone call this that oh next phone call okay where am i stopping yesterday i had a day like that okay i uh i was just nonstop all day yeah and and i i felt it and I was, I was i was i was burnt i was crisp the morning i didn't have my morning routine and that that set me on a a certain path morning ritual morning ritual yeah talk i had about, a, we'll I, talk about that i had a, i had an early ping that yeah and I had a phone call before our training session. That training session was amazing and led me on a crazy epic, epic day, but it was a less present day mm-hmm. other than our training session. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you were saying just now you said ping that. Yeah. So the whole idea of like having
1: that morning ritual, Yeah. right? Having that in the morning to set your day, set your intention, just set your alignment with yourself. So you are more present with the things in your life. And when you miss it, it's cool that you can correlate that you miss that. And then you were missing that connection to other things and you were in more of the doing and less of the being. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. And that's, I can resonate with that. you know, And that's something that I'm more strict with is having a morning ritual, doing some breathing, taking a cold shower, you know, taking time to just be so I can enjoy the day and not, not be running after the day. We can, we're good at packing our day and, and doing a lot of things. Yeah. But are those things actually serving a purpose? Are they pushing the needle in the right direction? So what is your morning routine? My morning ritual? Your morning ritual, Ritual. Not routine. It's, ritual. Still, it's, it's always being refined, which is the cool thing. Of course. Yeah. It's, Tell it's, the
0: it's, people it's, of, of the Federation. It's,
1: yeah, it's not a set thing, right? And it's, I don't think it's ever going to be a set thing.
0: Well, it's, it's a constantly evolving thing, but it's a, exactly, you're always doing it. Right
1: right and um so what does yours look like right now breathing conscious okay, so, breathing so much as so, breathing not so, not respiration so take us through you wake up waking up what's what's the move actually so before i actually get out of bed it's focusing on the breath because that's like a mdr as my coaches put it a minimum daily requirement okay if the whole day goes to shit Just like the seal would make his bed. He he, he did a book on the last thing you could do. Like if you only made your bed during the day, you know, and everything else went to shit, it was a good day. Hey, that's a, that's a really, that concept, right? So for me, it's, it's taking a couple mindful breaths, right? Just like you just did. (laughs) Nice, huh? Yeah. Feels good. It feels amazing. Let's take one.
0: Okay, everybody, let's take one. So let's, let's instru- instruct the people so they can all be taking a breath. So what are we going to do here? Let's do a box breath. Okay, let's so... Do a box breathing. We'll do the... F- okay, four- so are, are you going to like yeah. call it out? Because I don't think everyone's going to understand the no, box breathing. Gonna, so are you going to coach us through it? I'm going
1: to coach you through it.
0: Okay, so coach us through a box breath right now. And all the travelers. Yes.
1: Are you ready? Yes. Everyone take a breath in. And you're going to breathe out on one. Breathing in. Three, two, one. Breathing out. Nostril breathing only, four seconds in. Hold the breath. Nostril breathing out only for four. Hold the breath
0: for four. And return to normal breathing. Damn, we should have done that at the beginning. I'm in a whole different zone right now. Could be like an SOP. Do you feel it, uh? fellow time travelers. Are you feeling the? Are you feeling the vibe? Feel that connection. That's it. So, so taking a breath like that
1: in the morning, before even getting out of bed. Okay. Right. And that's something that I that I've started to develop and integrate newly. So, how how many breaths? How 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 long do you do this? So it depends. Sometimes I I do it for ten. Sometimes I do it for ten minutes. I've done it for twenty minutes. Okay. Right. Depending Um,
0: on how long it takes to get you where you want to be.
1: I don't have like an end goal.
0: But it would be like a feeling? You know, like, oh. Old- yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an
1: intuitive feeling. Like, okay, good. Satisfied. Yeah. And in the morning, before getting out of bed, I'll do that. Let's say three or four. And then I'll actually get out of bed and I'll do that sitting up nice and aligned, straight, and I'll close my eyes. And that's why I'll get into like a rhythm in, in sync where I almost forget where I am. And this is after just being asleep, which is cool. And on the days that I do that, like, the, like everything after that is great. And then I'll put a little journaling in after that, whatever might come to the mind, put it down for the day, and then go about my day after that. So that would be like my mindfulness training and morning ritual
0: and as so, a start. So after, so, and so what goes on after that? You get off, you throw in a pot of coffee, what's the... What's the- Always water. Okay. How much water? Uh, Glass or something?
1: More than that. 500 milliliters. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, essential oils. I use um, doTERRA lemon. I'll put that in my water. Okay. And if not, if I don't have that, then I'll use a fresh lemon. I'll squeeze that. So so what does that do for you? It's just, it's purifying. It's cleansing. It's like putting something good into the body, nourish, hydrate. Okay. Get alkaline. It's, it's just to start your day. Have that, that routine, that go-to. And then I'll have more or less a coffee. But I've started to do some teas now in the morning. All right. Where I'm doing a you know, cinnamon tea or a peppermint tea before my coffee. Because I've been so driven and wired to have coffee, coffee, coffee. And it is acidic to the body. So I'm, I'm experimenting now with more. I used to drink a shitload of green tea. Haven't drink, drank green tea in a long time. So maybe that's something that I'll put back in in the morning instead of having coffee.
0: Something that's a little, a little less of a kick, less but of I, a. I don't feel a kick with the coffee.
1: No, well, not probably because you're used to it. I'm so used because you it. have
0: a lot of coffee. Yeah,
1: and people, I, you know, the caffeine molecule. Whether you're a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer, you'll have that boost or you won't have that boost. I could have coffee before I go to bed and go to bed, and you know, it's not going to just. I'm the opposite. It, it might not disturb my sleep. You know, uh, maybe it will, like, but I don't notice it. I'm not consciously aware that it like, actually you know, disturbs my sleep, but I'm sure it does. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not ideal. It's but not like, ideal. Like
0: I feel the coffee. I yeah. feel the, the the bump. I feel super like pumped up and high, mm. and then I feel the crash. Mm. So that's why I'm, I'm careful with the kind of coffee. That's why I have the the, the Bulletproof Vibe coffee. That's nice. I, it's just, or I have tea.
1: Yeah, and I'll try to cut off th- uh, coffee around 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah, n- nothing after 3.
0: Because you're a high-octane guy. High octane, high, love it. Yeah, you're a high octane guy. Do you even need coffee? Have you ever tried cutting out coffee? Yeah, how'd that go? Fine. Okay. Yeah. So it's, everyone's it's, like, "Oh, you're going to get a headache." No, no headache. No chance.
1: No headache. So why'd you go back? I like it. Uh, no, I don't. I don't eat uh, sugar. I don't. You know, it's like something I just enjoy. You know, it's like a treat. It, it is a treat. It's I like the, the smell. You look I, I to. like the taste. I like the warmth. You know. It's soothing to Party my your to, ritual. To, yeah. And it's a ritual. That's it. Don't fuck with the ritual, man. That's it. But I, I you know, I'm more conscious of of the amount of coffee that I'm putting in my body now than before. Okay. For sure. More present. Yeah. More
0: present. More mindful. More mindful. It's that box breathing, man. It's it's a game changer. It is. It is a game changer. Does it and the the whole mindfulness and being present has allowed me to be less of a, a judgmental prick to other people Mm -hmm. or at least even if i'm being irritated by someone because i'm very that's like a downfall of my my personality is i'm Mm -hmm. I'm very irritable i just am naturally but when i can create a narrative that makes me empathize with why someone is irritating me i'm less irritated Mm -hmm. and i'm less um reactive i'm less i'm less of an ass or i'm less um what's the I make less like trouble. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for here? What, like, I'm not gonna, I'm going to take a step back before I, I, I get you're more confrontational, you're more accepting. It's, yeah. confront like confrontational is the word, right? But I'll also use that. Like, let's say someone's tapping their pen, I'm not talking to them. I'll say, Hey man, with peace and love. Can you uh, stop slapping that pen? Mm-hmm. And they take it great, whereas before I'd say nothing, get frustrated, storm out, or, right. or, or, like, or get mad about something stupid. Kind of like a parent mm-hmm. would do. Kind of like, right. kinda like my, my dad would do. he like yell at yeah. me for something, but he's irritated by something else. Yeah, but so By addressing that. You're, you're more aware
1: of what's going on. Yeah. And then you can choose your reaction. Because reaction doesn't have to be. Reaction isn't bad.
0: No. Right? What we're feeling. That's it. But I can choose my reaction mm-hmm. rather than just like a knee-jerk reaction. That's
1: it. And the mindfulness has created more agility in your brain. Yeah. Right? And, th- and in your body.
0: Right? So you can become more resilient. And, 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 the, and it's allowed me to, to kind of say to myself, if I address what is bringing me duress in this moment, <laughs> sure, it'll be slightly confrontational, but it will allow the other person, because I'll be saying it with peace and love, to perhaps empathize with my situation. And they'll become potentially more aware of something that they're doing that could potentially irritate other people too. And I see it as a, as a net positive it's, and, and yeah. it's because it's bringing in Cause some people are just not aware and that doesn't mean they're, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's wired different. Everyone has that's completely it. different circumstances, but, uh, that's, that's the way I roll with that stuff. It. And, and it seems, it seems weird or shocking to, to other people like my family, because they know that I'm so irritated, but if it's family, it's like, shut the fuck up, man. Just be quiet. And my brother and my mom, we're all the same. So I guess that's how it is. But when they see me in public, say it to someone else. But I say it with, with kindness, man, with peace and love. Then it's like, there's no issue. It's, it's not a negative thing. No. I don't know how the fuck we got there, but. Presence.
1: Presence. Right. Because you're because able to you, gauge. That's it. And you're connected and they can feel it. So you're in tune with them. So most people would take it
0: positively. Yeah, because it wasn't like insulting. I didn't throw something at them, you know? I didn't say, shut the fuck up or embarrass them. That's it. I kept it low key. For sure. Said my peace. Yeah. And that's how we rolled. That's it. So morning ritual, right?
1: And bringing presence more throughout your day, right? By doing what you do in the morning. What's yours?
0: So I get up. I uh, go to my phone to put my alarm. I put a 20-minute timer. And then I meditate for 20 minutes. Beauty. I focus on breathing and i I just sit up i s like back straight legs crossed in my bed, and for twenty minutes I just focus on the breathing try to try to keep my mind free and non trafficy or busy sometimes i'll I'll get like I get really amazing ideas too. they say maybe that's not meditation but whatever. I I get a lot of great ideas, like mixing ideas, like for my songs and like this thing, like I get all Mm -hmm. these like things that I have to do, but like in a really nice Mm -hmm. way, that's really focused and like sets my day up. Mm -hmm. Then that alarm goes up. I'll, uh, I'll get out of bed, turn off my alarm. I won't really check my phone. And, uh, then I'll usually read. So I'll, and I'm moving real slow. Real slow, I'll get my book, I'll light some candles, because I'm a big fan of candles now. Nice. Get on the couch, open the blinds, get my book, and just give it a good half hour to an hour, just reading. And that really chills that, me out nice. No that, coffee yet. That's a great space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, previously, I'd do some like uh, like affirmations, mm-hmm. but I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should bring that back, because uh, there was always results. There was always like results in terms of, I don't know, manifestations or just like it didn't hurt. So maybe I'll bring that back, but that's something that's in and out. Uh, my version of, I guess, journaling. Mm-hmm. And just to remind myself, because I, I see us as like, we are a program um, and it's up to us to program ourselves the way we want. So I'll read the things and put them into my mind of the things that I want to be the things that I am, the ones that I want to remember that I am. And so that's that's how I see that. And I also see this whole process of the morning. And it's like no coffee up to here. And the coffee will be probably around 10, 11. That's, that's when I'll have the coffee. And and I'll go about my day after that. But I see the morning ritual as, as a way to, to quiet the crazy brain. Because when you wake up in the morning, I think we have all these ideas and all these things we want to do that send us in a million different directions. Like, it's like we have to quiet that and tame the beast Mm -hmm. so that we can move throughout the day in a straight line. Mm -hmm. And if I don't tame that beast or I do it in a poor way, then it's like, I'm setting my, it's like the morning ritual to me is setting up my GPS. Am I setting up to the path of least resistance or am I setting myself up to the past, path of most resistance? That's it. And with no morning ritual, my day will be the path of most resistance. I'll hit my knee on the table. I'll get a parking ticket. I'll pull something too hard and break it. That's the kind of day I'm going to have. And it ranges in between because I do my morning ritual every day. But some, t- some days are not as efficient or as, as well done as other days. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. I feel it throughout. Yeah, you feel it when you have the structure. When, you create when,
1: a little bit of structure.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely feel it, and need it's not results. something like you could do the morning ritual. It's not like you do it twenty days in a row. If you don't do it day twenty-one, you're good. No, you're yeah. not good. Yeah. You need that. It's like it's yeah. a daily, it's a daily thing you got to do. You got to earn that day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, uh, like today, instead of hitting the treadmill, I went for a walk because it was beautiful out. So I did another. I did a nice hour walk. Great. Be beautiful outside. Got that sunshine in. Smiled at people. Had a phone call. And that's the way I like to start my day. And so my, my work day or whatever I'm doing really goes from about 11 or 12 to like six, seven. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my hours. But the morning, like I get up around eight and that's, that's where I, that's what I do. It's just my thing. Yeah, And that, get, that keeps me really peaceful or as peaceful as I can be. That's it. Based on my algorithm. That's it. And having the, that structure is, is key. It's key for your success,
1: you know? And we were saying before, going back to the beginning of our show, um, your show. Our show. We're creating it together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want anyone that's listening to think that there's no structure in place. Because we were talking about, you know, the course. There's no plotted course for certain things. But for your day, there needs to be. Right, There has to be some structure to your day, right? That's moving you, pushing you forward. You know, it sets going, your trajectory.
0: Exactly. Right. It's like, where, where are you aiming the true North? Yeah, it, it's, it's balancing, right? it's getting, it's grease in the groove, right? Before you can go out into the world. Cause you don't want to go out in a chaotic frequency no. because it's really the ritual just exactly. balances your frequency. Mm-hmm. So you can be harmonious. Exactly. Within the other the,
1: species in the ecosystem.
0: Precisely. And if there's lack of harmony in you, you're going to find a, a very, uh, Resistant. <laughs> resistant <laughs> path, my friend. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. The um, current is tough. Yes, exactly. And there's a lot of learning
1: along the way on that curve, on, on, in that current too, right? Of course. It's just slower
0: but uh, and uh, more painful. The idea of like time travel is you want to keep refining so that you can plot a course that's like, with the least resistance. Yes. Because the early part of life is the resistant part, mm-hmm. or at least that's how I see it. So that you can, you can learn those things and hit the wall and mm-hmm. do, so that they, they can teach you those big lessons. But as we go, we don't want to keep learning fucking. Like, we're big always else. learning. And right. no matter what we're doing, we're going to hit the wall in some way. But how hard do we have to hit it, really? Mm-hmm. And these are just tools that we learn that allow us to, to go crazy. Like, if I have, a, if I have a pancakes, too many pancakes in the morning and bacon and all kinds of shit, that fucks my frequency. Because I'm... I'm dulls, di- you, dulls you out. I'm digesting. <laughs> I know that my, my body's resources are not going towards mm-hmm. my brain. It's going towards digestion. So my brain and my focus are secondary. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this vessel is, is in autopilot. Mm-hmm. No matter how much I want to be yep. focused, yep. I'm relegated to autopilot. So that's why I... So if you, you
1: take that and you think of like navigating the idea of navigation right and you're on a course and you want to go north let's say and you did something like that during your day pancakes and bacon it deviates you off this this course yes to the left Mm -hmm. that much yeah but to get back on the course with the current of everything you don't have to come back 25 degrees you actually have to go back 50 degrees so it's that much harder to come back from that yeah because there's always going to be some stuff happening each day Right. And if you bring yourself that much to the left, you need to go that much more to the right to be able to counteract.
0: Yeah. You got to crawl back. That's it. But double it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so when things happen that are unplanned, we can also just say, Hey, where I thought my day was going to go is not where it's going. Mm -hmm. So I accept where I am. And I will accept this different alternate route that I'm taking today mm-hmm. rather than having to fight upstream to get back where I was, thought I was supposed to be. Because that's kind of a yep. liberating thing too. For sure. Is, is just saying, okay, it led here. I'm just going to roll with it. Like, like the song, the show. The song, the show, as you know, um, track 15, I think, on year one, is, is about a guy who wants to go to a show with a girl and he invites her but it's like her answer's not very clear and he's like I can pick you up she doesn't really answer or whatever and then he goes to the show and say, he texts her he says look I'm standing in the back and then later on he's like do you want anything to drink and she never shows up and le- and the guy's getting more aggravated throughout the thing but by the end of it he's like look I don't know where you went but uh, I, made, I, I met some nice people and we're singing your favorite song and uh, we're having a great time at the show so it's like Letting go of like what we think we're supposed to do mm-hmm. and just being free and accepting of where we're, where we're going. Mm-hmm. And that's also an idea. But if we're, if we're having those fucking pancakes and that bullshit and a couple of beers every fucking morning, there's nothing's happening. Our true north is fucked. For sure. And the more we do that, the more our body will want us to do it. And that's a whole other mm-hmm. can of worms.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Amazing. Robert Turcott, we've reached the part where... We are going to because uh, we learned your story. We learned the way you tick. We really like it. I like it. I'm sure the federation loves it too. The time travelers are are into grease in the groove because that's a that's a that's a term that you coined. But where can people find you? Where can people learn about you? Do you have online classes, online coaching that you want to tell people about? Um, what's your Instagram? Your website? What do you want to pitch?
1: Yeah. So uh, Instagram's rob underscore team condition. Um, and that's
0: team condition Condition with, a, with K. a K.
1: That's it. And the link will be in the yeah, description. Robert Turcott on Facebook. And you know, condition is my company right now. Um, and we do you know, virtual training. We have eight group classes set up online right now everything from power yoga to, to yoga flow, mobility flow. We have cardio classes and strength classes as well. And at the same time, we also have performance coaching. So one-on-one coaching with myself or another one of our coaches. So if you're looking to you know upgrade your lifestyle, um, training protocol, or any sort of maybe habits or rituals that you'd like to you know integrate into your into your lifestyle, you know, hit us up.
0: Yeah, and I think a great way probably is is like checking out a class or just checking out your your Instagram or your Facebook page. you, yep. you guys are making a nice effort with your yep. social media. Yep.
1: We got we got more more time to do that now and, yeah, and putting so, more, more time in there.
0: Yeah. And it's a great way to just like get your, your toes dipped in, in feeling Rob's vibe or his team's vibe mm-hmm. and how it can be incorporated into your, your weekly ritual. And so that's, that's great stuff. So it's uh, so that's, that's all there. That's all there. Beautiful. And uh, one day Rob and I will be on tour Yes, and he, you'll he be able to experience the music of, of RT, RT <laughs> fit. Well, grease in the groove before the show yes that would be beautiful and that's a beautiful thing so i want to thank you for uh, coming to hang out thank you it's been a pleasure it's a been lot a lot of fun it's been a blast really in depth i had no idea well i figured that's the beauty of this yeah. there's a little there's like a, a nervous energy even for me because like we're coming in we're going live like there's this action thing yeah. and we get to sit down and just shoot the shit and talk about whatever yeah and felt, i could, felt like 10 minutes Felt like 10 minutes. We're on <laughs> two hours, 15 minutes. Holy Ooh. shit. Grease <laughs> in the groove. That's a beautiful thing. That was great. So fellow time travelers, as you know, my name is Misho. I make music. You can find me on, uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube under the name M-I-S-C-H-O. Misho on Instagram. And uh, I'll see you soon, fellow time travelers. Have a good one.